0: You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What Dude on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com.
1: Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back, you know what dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. Y-K-W-D. I started a social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. Y-K-W-D's Y-K-W-D. podcast. So fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up! You're no. ruining this. First of all, I'm Dana, man. I'm sorry. sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Um, original. Unmute me. Welcome to whoa. IKWD. That's so funny about people who can sing anytime they hear something, it has to come out of their mouths. And it, whoa, whoa, you had to do that. It was inside you, Gabby.
2: I'm, I'm a musician. I'm a pop star.
3: Mm. It bothers right. me that <laughs> the guy who makes the most money right now has the worst background.
4: Yeah.
2: Horrible lighting.
4: I keep it real, Calta. I keep it real 100%. Sorry, I don't, have, I don't have Bobby's coming out of surgery lighting. You can only see Bobby with nothing around him.
1: Did, 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 did you have to take it out? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't fucking do anything. You know why, Bobby? Because yours
4: yeah, is the best looking. And so yeah. I felt like I needed to go after yours.
1: I spent all day and made it look this way. I yeah. look fan-fucking-tastic.
4: Mike yeah. looks like he's in a storage unit. Yeah. It's
1: very cool. well lit
4: storage unit.
1: You look like you're fucking at an oil rig field on a break in between roughnecking
4: You guys, we hit some Texas tea around two PM. <laughs> so <laughs>
3: I used to be real proud of my background until Georgia Rosa made me feel like I was on American Pickers.
4: <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. That's so now, funny. Call- I got this Pearl Jam poster. It's pretty good. I could probably give you three hundred dollars for it.
5: That's <laughs> we take
3: twelve.
1: Yeah. Me, me, and DeRosa was just like, dude, that, he's got, he's got platinum records. Yeah, but you, well, like you did nothing to get. Us. <laughs> yeah,
3: that is not true.
4: Suarez looks like he's doing the Kevin McAllister pretending people are home when they're not thing, where he goes,
5: No, I'm, I'm in a room with a lot of people. Uh. Yeah.
1: What does Gabby look like? Just reeks uh-huh. of wealth. Gabby's just reeks of wealth. She has a she has a golden microphone that the dude, Academy I watched, gave her I father. I watched her
4: dad soulfully play for the, for the Robin Hood Foundation yesterday on TV. You watched it? Yeah, dude. He was fucking tickling those keys. Just,
5: That's
2: the oh, boy.
4: Letting, mm-hmm. that, letting that moppy fro go.
2: Oh, he whips it. He whips it around.
4: Uh-huh. And then uh, my girlfriend and I had an interesting conversation of if you could eliminate one band and all of their influence they had on music which band and I picked Bon Jovi. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs>
5: fuck you.
2: <laughs> That's a
4: direct Why? attack on me. Cuz to be perfectly honest, I don't give a shit.
3: <laughs> I've never... What do you like? What do you listen to?
4: I mean, my favorite band's Queens of the Stone Age, but you know, I grew up on like Metallica, Guns N' Roses. I mean, listen, I I will not say I have the best taste in music. I'm saying for this game, which I think we should all go around and say the band, so that you know, I'm not the fucking bad guy here. Great. I never really was like Bon Jovi. I was young enough that they weren't they weren't cool when I was getting older. Like they were mm-hmm. like cool when I was young, when I was really young. Like that was like the band my babysitter wanted to go see. But then, <laughs>
2: yeah, but that's, but then it has a it, babysitter energy.
3: They whipped it around and they became cool years later. Nah, so, man. Listen, we had the guy from. <laughs> We had the guy from the from the metal band on. What was the what's the band? Obituary, one of those bands.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. obituary. Obituary.
4: No, obituary. What was I the mean, band? Cult of <laughs> nothing, Testament. nothing. Testament. Testament.
3: Testament. And those guys were like, when nobody's looking, we're all in the car going, "Whoa, well, they fucking love it too."
4: Listen, I'm sure there's people that I adore that fucking think Bon Jovi is in the Mount Rushmore. I'm saying, to me.
2: Just, you know, listen i don't like pond. it either but i don't say it on a podcast yes you, know? you do you just fine you
3: should
4: gold,
2: stop
3: you should stop giving you money yeah that gold
2: well don't say that
4: you're gonna have to pawn that shit <laughs> for face masks
2: Dan, <laughs> yeah. I, I i
1: disagree with you so much i think bon jovi is has you know, listen, man. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. I mean, their fucking songs are the shit. I mean, they got so many of them over the years that you're in the car and it comes on. Shot to the heart. Living on a prayer.
4: I'm yeah. a
2: cowboy. Oh, a mashup. I mean, yeah, dude, dude
4: it's she's a She's a little
2: runaway. I love Bobby. I, <laughs> I love mean,
4: Bobby's ode to Bon Jovi. I America.
2: love Glee, Bobby.
4: Hey Bobby, fucking, every time yeah. that happens in the car, I turn the song.
3: No, you
5: don't.
3: That's <laughs> to lie. When you're alone, you're singing it Fuck hard.
5: You
4: now there are there. Listen, there are some Bon Jovi. There are some Bon Jovi songs that thump. I'm not gonna lie, they do. Like what?
1: Name one. My name one.
4: Uh, I'm a cowboy. Is that him?
1: <laughs> Why and I wrong? Lie. Next.
3: Listen, Chocolate. I'm a, I'm in a band. Nothing gets the crowd's attention. Like until we play a Bon Jovi song, the place goes fucking nuts.
1: Now, granted, all the fans and all the women are in their fifties and sixties.
2: Forty-year-old <laughs> tits everywhere.
1: That is, that is well, not Well,
4: actually, true. Gabby, it's it's ten-year-old tits uh on on 40 year old women you got to do the math right that's (laughs) right right. right.
5: sorry you gotta do your you you
4: gotta do your tampa tit math (laughs)
1: they they all have they all have chest cancer from not wearing (laughs) oh yeah dude
4: not wearing sunblock their whole lives nothing like some florida sprinkles on those big round fake (laughs) tits
1: (laughs) that's one of my fucking things is those little fucking sun freckles on the chest. oh that that soon-to-be cancer Oh my One, God! I dude. think it's sexy, and I know you're not going to be around for a while, so I'm going to be like, single again soon. <laughs> those are like the
4: those are like those fish that if you eat the wrong part, you die. <laughs>
1: like, like, look at those big fake
4: spotted tits. <laughs> I don't,
1: I don't know what band. I think Jesus. I would have to. I don't know, man. I don't know what band I would say that doesn't doesn't deserve like. Just eliminate them. Dude, from by the history. way, when you
4: when you eliminate them,
1: all right, I'm to yes. also eliminate
4: the people they influenced heavily.
1: All right, you ready? I'm done. I ready? pick Here fish. Go. Ready? Fish. Oh, oh. look at
4: fish. This is a great. By the way, Gabby, great call.
1: Yeah, they they play guess. a vacuum
4: on stage.
1: All right, then I'm going to do this. If that's what she's going, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to. You don't have to use that, Gabby. I'll use mine, and you also be Debbie. eliminated. I mean, Gabby, you also be eliminated from my pick, Grateful Dead fish never exists Damn. there you go Thank
2: By you. The way, Bobby, I was between the two
1: see if it, see if that upsets me
4: at all Bay Area band my family's in. Oh, I don't give a uh, fuck
1: but here's what doesn't set me, uh, upset me is that Ben and Jerry's probably wouldn't exist too and that breaks my heart
3: well, it would probably be called Ben and Larry's that'll <laughs> save your heart <laughs> no but you know what
4: uh, that actually Bobby you're right because I think Cherry Garcia is what put him over the top and put him in all those major stores
1: yeah, they're hippies, and they love that shit, and they love vans and colors and shit.
4: Yeah, colors. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Colta, call call who would you
3: eliminate? Uh, Cheryl Crow. Great. Great choice. And all the cunts that came after
4: Great choice.
3: <laughs> great you lose, fucking choice. She was <laughs> Meredith Baxter, Avril Lavigne, oh, Katy uh, Perry. Uh, A bunch- Oh, I mean,
4: you were basically eliminating the entire genre of I'm on my own rock. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm on
1: my own again, away from all my friends. I'm on my own again, looking to the stars.
3: I want girls' main goal to be to suck Bon Jovi's dick, not to be on their own
4: sorry bud but round one we eliminated all that yeah all that. bon
2: jovi doesn't <laughs> exist
4: we, we took out the new jersey trash
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh wow i'm just going full heel on this episode oh my god Louis i'm pressing here. charges lewis isn't here i'm here to be healed suarez who would you get rid of rush Ooh. Oh i got a problem all, with that that's bad with that. Come so on. That
0: every D rock
4: band after that never exists get out of here you're out
5: Rush.
3: Anybody that sings about
4: fires,
5: <laughs> trees. trees, and yeah, you know what? I, I, the speed I love of a to hear bird. It.
3: I love to hear
4: the wings of a dragon bring the day of a new light. I love that. I love any song that's like as the gardens grow <laughs> and the stone well, is turned.
1: I, I, did, love, it do, that I love that set. And yeah.
3: the temptress of the night keeps in, coming through my window. I say hello to her and she went goodbye.
4: That's uh,
3: my. Plenty shit. Shit. <lut RFases> on that though.
4: All the I, mists of the mountain. <laughs>
5: night
4: <Night-bumped laughs> The dragon's eyes. I look into the sky, I see a meteor again. We come to the house.
5: Oh,
1: no way! (laughs)
5: <laughs>
0: Any songs that sounds like horses getting tired,
4: I don't want to. <laughs> you know what? Perfect. Fuck you, Suarez. You're the only you know one what? in the group that I adamantly disagree with.
5: Okay. I actually, you know, I, love,
1: I love, Neil Peart, but I, I kind of agree nope. with that fucking that that uh Dungeon and Drags and Rock. Okay,
4: okay. Yeah. Hypothetically, <laughs> eliminate Rush and then yeah. welcome school shootings to the eighties.
5: <laughs> That's <laughs> what they
4: saw.
2: In- so Early.
4: Columbine happens around '88, and <laughs> Reagan don't fucking pump the brakes. I don't know. <laughs> More
3: parking yeah. for us. So. What's worse, the songs about D and D or the Iron Maiden songs about the Indians? Yeah, dude.
4: Iron oh, Maiden. Iron what? Maiden. Iron Maiden is one of the groups that they influenced too many people. I like,
3: but
5: yeah,
4: eh, they were on. They were. They were uh, bouncing around the old. By the way, get rid of them.
3: Queens yeah. of the Stone Age has got a little Bon Jovi thumb to them. Oh. Nice try.
4: Nice oh. try. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nice try. Oh. I, I, I can feel your fucking, ju- your judo. You're trying to get me to trip over my own momentum. Yeah, <laughs> get them, Kelta.
2: Fucking get em. Uh.
4: That ain't going to happen. Have you seen Queens of the Stone Age fans? They are not a good looking group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clearly. San Toby fans <laughs> are hot old people. Queens of the Stone Age people are like, can I bum a smoke from you on my break, people? Which is why I love them.
3: Do the best is they oh, yeah. played here one time and a guy jumped on the stage to dance with them, and he walked over and kicked him right into the fucking crowd.
4: Dude, <laughs> Calta. Yeah. I have been trying to tell people about this YouTube clip. That was one of the first YouTube clips I was obsessed with. That was, it was here. That, it was at House of Blues,
3: right? Oh, that might have been Orlando, yeah.
4: It was. It was House of Blues Orlando. Yeah. And the guy, Josh Homme, walks away from the stage to light a cigarette. And this guy who looks like a finance bro gets <laughs> on stage in front of the microphone and goes like this. Josh Homme has his guitar. It's the most cool. I wish we could find the video. He slings it around too. They pulled it. (laughs) I think Queens of the Stone Age (laughs) pulled the video. I'm saying Suarez can look for it all he wants. I don't think he's going to find it. Dude, they see, have fucking videos of aliens and shit. They can find it. Yeah, but when you, assault I don't know a what man, that means. I just, I just said that. But Josh Homme assault assaulted a man. I don't think he wants well, that. He internet.
3: did. He encroached in his area though, so he. But, I don't think he'd get in trouble for it.
4: But the yeah, he fucking takes his guitar, whips it around his back. The guy's like dancing in front of the stage, and full 300 kicks him <laughs> into the back. Into the audience and then just grabs the microphone and goes, this is
1: my fucking stage. And I was like, that is fucking awesome. I did that at the Denver Comedy Works. Really? Yeah, to a pregnant woman. (laughs)
5: <laughs> that was I about right <laughs>
4: I go Bobby You just took that From very rock and roll To like Dude do we uh Do we gotta call <laughs> Protective services On Bobby hey, that, that baby's
1: not Mine anymore <laughs>
4: Yeah <laughs> She goes But Robert It's yours You'll For The timing times out. Tourgasm was here six
1: months ago. I kicked (laughs) it right in the stomach and it poured out like a sangria. (laughs) Oh, God. I just got a text from Gnome. My kid's playing his kids in Minecraft, and he texts me, Tell Max to stop killing people. That's so funny. (laughs) And I texted him back. I go, I I text it back. I go, okay, fag. Yeah. Dude, do you? (laughs) What the fuck? Who, it's a, why would you not let the kids kill each other? Who cares?
4: Yeah, also, it's weird that Gnome's the parent of the kid that's like,
1: that's not how you play. You have to play.
4: And Max is like, I got something for you. Fucking load it up. Load it up. I got you.
1: gonna I'm gonna blow up your house.
4: I always thought those kids whose parents told my mom on me, I was like, you're, you're headed for a life of dorkness.
3: Now that I'm a parent, though, it comes a certain amount of guilt when you know some information you feel like I should tell the parent about oh, that. Oh, yeah, dude. That's probably yeah. great. I, it you're, hurts.
1: But but, like, the kid, well, listen, when your kids are playing, and th- you know what I mean, and you're monitoring that much where you're like, I'm going to text them. It's like, just let them play. Yeah. Let dude. them play the game. Let them play. And let, let them kill him back or not play. However, yeah. when I was
3: a kid and we played CYO basketball when I was 10 years old, so that's fourth grade. What's CYO
1: was, basketball? Is like basketball Catholic. for heavier kids?
3: No, it's not. It's Catholic oh, sorry.
1: kids <laughs> that
3: love Jesus. You jerk off. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, oh. sorry. And my my coach was probably about 19, <laughs> 20. And it was freebasing cocaine while we were out there. And I was like, I feel like I should rat him out. And no none of the kids wanted to be a rat. So we just had a coach who would do coke while we were. Oh, he was Dude, in
4: practice. what a way what a motivator that guy probably was you, know, you guys gotta run you guys gotta run you gotta understand right now that we're all running from something we're all running from something uh, speaking of running I think those cops are stopping because I stripped an electricity box of all
1: of the <laughs> I need you to run and I need you to take that VF VW apart right now also take that apart <laughs>
4: feel free to bring me, uh, some of your mom's jewelry to practice you know? <laughs> let me, maybe let me see some of the earrings some of the bracelets you guys got <laughs> you know? I feel like really
1: Fuck! You guys, you guys ready to play the Falcons?
4: <laughs> I heard they've been listening to my phone conversations. I feel like they're outside my house. <laughs> um,
1: my uh, Danny boy, so tell me about. I haven't watched an episode of Billions. I haven't watched it. I'll tell you why. Before you get crazy, no, I'm not I, I I I want to save it up. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. I want to watch it all together because when I've been watching every season every week and I get fucking, Mm. I can't do it anymore. I don't have it in me to wait. Ah. So I need to be able to, I need to be able to juice up on it a couple episodes. And then, you know what I mean? Like I can't watch one and then wait a whole fucking week. You know what's crazy? We didn't didn't get to
4: film the back half. So it's only the first seven episodes of the 12 episode series. Are like you we did kidding all episodes me? episodes in a season and we yeah, they shut us down after episode 7.
1: Are you going to are you going to do what fucking uh uh Danger Force did on Nickelodeon and film an episode from home?
4: If they do that, no, they're not that dumb. They're not that dumb to to blow it like that. I'm well, wondering you- I'm wondering if they're going to incorporate quarantine in the final five episodes you know like yes. with the real with like the real billions dialogue where he's like you've got me like a mask on a cloudy COVID day and he's like <laughs> i thought you would say that well yeah. i'm the i'm
1: the medicine you
4: need you know what i mean like yeah. i wonder if they yeah, the last TV scene show, is when
1: he goes like this he's like i got you no you don't got me you <laughs> do now uh. and he walks out I was just in COVID.
4: Wu. he goes uh, I I sold Wuhan short. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I released you the, virus. the first bad tick.
4: I am the I am the captain now. <laughs> that? Is that not one they could use? Yeah, they I think they're uh I think every uh, TV show is going to have to reference fucking uh, quarantine now. Well, not if it's a vampire show. True
1: true right or space the future anything in the future they don't have to reference it
4: you make it or or a historic piece god damn it bobby you're just poking holes in this theory (laughs) 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 or any
1: sitcom on tv that
4: doesn't it's not a reality
1: are you kidding me man sitcoms will be fucking stretching for covid jokes. they actually they did a show max's show uh danger force which is a kid show they did the whole episode on like zoom And I told, I told, they just did this. So they had their lines and they just, they probably did their lines together. So they all had their phones. They did it on headsets and shit like, you know, ear pods. And they did the whole episode. They just acted their scenes right in here. And the guy edited it together, added a sound bed, put edits in, cut it, blah, blah, blah. And I told, I want to write. Uh, with Feeney I was like, we should write a mystery, uh, like a, a mystery drama on Zoom, where we all come into a Zoom for a podcast, but people slowly start getting killed. Like, and but you That's film, good. you film, we film the other part of it. Like, you We're would like, be like, oh, hey, on set. hang on one sec,
3: what? Like can act up the Christie. Yes. Are <laughs> different characters? Hello. Yes. Oh, I'm somebody. Can I, be,
4: can I uh, always you, you, be the yeah. Count? <laughs> 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 and I always yeah. in your uh, in your episodes where they're like, Oh, look who's here, that's the count, and I go, There's been another
1: murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm always I'm the sh- I'm the Japanese chef. Oh,
4: yeah, dude. Let's get, if you're, canceled. If
3: you're let's a monocle, get you cancelled via Zoom. If you're a monocle, I'm Derby.
1: Finally. So so Derby's you Derby's fair. You don't know what are you eating, Gabby? Cough drop. Oh. Do you have COVID? No. Why you got a cough drop?
2: Got a little cough.
1: Why are you coughing? Allergies. What are you coughing? What do you cough? Allergy About? cough. Why do you get
2: allergies? cough.
4: How much? How much you coughing?
2: A little, just occasionally.
3: Can you
4: taste? <laughs> it? That made me cough. Look at Bobby with the cigar, dude.
1: Yeah, no fuck.
4: You looking like man. a full fucking Boston bookie today, huh, bud?
1: Mm-hmm. That's right, you cocksucker. Listen, you got fucking, you got a, you buck go, and a half go, pets. fucking half of the
4: You fucking shot the dogs. I fucking eat. That's how it works. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't um, know. I, I don't know when they're going to film to answer your question. I honestly don't.
1: So I should probably not fucking wait, and watch. I should probably slow roll this. I
4: would slow roll it.
1: Now, how is this compare? Rate this season out of all the seasons. What is it?
4: I mean, the end of the season was supposed to be, like, the biggest holy fuck moment of the whole show. So I don't know. I don't know how they were building to it. Oftentimes, I'm honestly too dumb for the writing on Billions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... I'll read the scripts and I'll be like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then at the end of the season, they're like, you know, they set that up in episode eight. I'm like,
1: I didn't know that. <laughs> that's
4: so cool. They do that. <laughs>
1: Shit.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you, dude, I'm an idiot. I've, I've never acted like I'm not. And that show's very smart. So I'm just yeah, like, we,
1: we never thought you weren't,
4: too. Yeah, but then like people act just because you're on a smart show. If you stand next to a smart person, they think you're smart sometimes, and you're like, "Right, I'm not smart. Right, 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 I get you. I'm a fucking full fledged idiot." <laughs> luckily, I've never done that. Yeah, well, you know me from back when I was making tableside guacamole.
1: <laughs> well, that's funny because when I had, I did an, an episode of uh, li- uh live, D- Gabby. Remember that we had Brian on um and he for it was uh live from the pussycat Mm -hmm. instead of live from the shed we changed it to the pussycat lounge in the winter because it was too cold yeah we had brian on but brian showed up and he didn't he thought i don't know what he thought he was coming on my podcast or something he was confused he he shot cameras he's like i can't what am i what is this shit (laughs) and i'm like it's my he's like yeah i can't what the fuck is this and i'm like no you know whatever whatever we worked it out we wound up sitting down who is it and i Brian, Brian Koppelman, Koppelman, the creator uh, yeah. of just of a billions. sweet guy and a very talented guy very smart crazy guy. dude that guy has and lived a crazy life Yeah, crazy life well i talked to him, i just wanted to talk to him about writing you know what sure. i mean and um i claim you as mine i i i <laughs>
5: yeah
1: and he was like not true i go you found him because of my podcast and because of me he goes absolutely not he goes yeah we used to go to his restaurant yep and he used to wait on us. Up. i we love and you did and we open
2: mics him. together
1: yeah i did open mics
4: with with koppelman because he was like uh in 2007 when i moved here he was uh he was doing open mics every night wow. and i met him and i thought he was an open micer. i just thought he was like you know you see fucking wild things in the new york comedy open mic scene you uh-huh. see people where you're like Oh, you just came off the street just to get off the street. That's, and you're just waiting for your name to get called out of a bucket. You don't see it. It's not like comedy clubs, even when you start working comedy clubs. And there's like an MC and a feature and a, and a headliner, and there's like a whole hierarchy and they're like the way it works with the managers and shit. New York comedy open mic scene is a zoo of people. And... I met a couple people when I first moved to New York, and Brian Coppelman was one of them. And I thought he was just a regular dude. He had like a big beard, yep. and he would always like wear these Jordan sweatshirts. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this guy's a fucking uh, dad." I thought he was doing it because th- it's like you see a lot of guys that are doing it to get away from their families. <laughs> They're just like, I fucking my family's fucking nuts. I'm going to be a comic. But Koppelman, <laughs> like we would talk about it, and I was like, oh, this guy, like he knew comedy. He was normal. He was like semi-normal. And then we went to this really shitty show at Bar None on, um, I think it's on 2nd Avenue or 3rd Avenue. It's on 3rd Avenue. And we would go in, and I'm like talking to him, and he's like, yeah, I got to go to L.A. And I'm like, oh, cool. You going on a vacation? And he goes, no, I'm – uh going there for work and I was like what do you do he's like I'm a screenwriter I was like oh sure 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 yeah I'm a screenwriter too we're all I'm an actor I'm a fucking director maybe I don't know and I'm like cool man Um, he's like yeah so my movie I gotta go out to LA to like do some stuff with my movie and I was like cool what movie and he was like Ocean's 13 I was like Oh yeah. Okay, fuck. And then it was like I jokingly told him I'm like, I thought you were a construction worker, yeah. dude. Can we just pretend you're a construction worker? And he was like, yeah, cool, if that makes you feel better. And then <laughs> him and David Levine, the other co-creator of Billions, their office was near Dos Caminos, so they would come Dos in Dos Caminos those come in, they come in and watch me melt down during a lunch service several times. They came in and saw me like sweating and being like, this fucking job, fuck all these people. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, our guacamole never got to the table. Like, son of a bitch. And then I back. <laughs> but it was it was crazy because he never was like, you know, when we met, he was doing it because he was just wanted to do comedy. And also he was writing and it like helped with his writer, writer, writer's block. But he was like a guy that once we met, he was just like curious – to see what it's like to go from like open mics to like check spots, to guest spots, to like getting spots in the city. And he was like, I would check in with him once in a while, but it was funny. Cause he told me, he goes, Bobby Kelly claimed you. And then I had to prove that I knew you longer than him.
1: Really? It really fucking bothered me, dude. It really <laughs> yeah. bothered. Cause I was like, you know, you're my, you're one of my successes. Yeah. You know, Cause I started social media. I started broadcasting. I started a lot of this stuff. And don't,
2: don't
1: I started social media. I, I yeah. started social media. We have, um, I got to do huh. an ad real quick. Let me get this ad out. We'll be right back after this, uh, this message. That's right. It's time for some ads, but these sponsors are my favorites. Uh, you know, it's, it's time in your life. I know a lot of my fans. Yeah. You have some kids, you have some friends or you're just single dudes in your mom's house uh, but you know what? Bringing comfort into your home is the ultimate for self-care. And now more than ever in this pandemic, we need some uh, self-care. It's important to take care of yourself and each other. All right, so put yourself first. Put your comfort first, like with new bedding, long wear, towels, and more. Home of the internet's favorite sheets. You know who they are, Brooklinen. They get over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They're starting uh, this weekend. Brooklyn is kicking off this summer with an event you'll want to get comfortable with. Get everything from bedding, towels, uh, and more at a savings you won't believe. It's crazy. I love Brooklyn. I have them in my house. I had to buy an extra pair. I pay for them they're so comfortable it's unbelievable it's hard to imagine a summer stuck inside the house but if we have to do it keep everyone safe want to be comfortable you want to be comfortable as possible that's what you want and that's where brooklinen comes in softness comfort essentials to help you relax brooklinen has it all brooklinen.com is the perfect place to find the comforts of home and they're so confident in their products, their sheets, comforters, longwares, and towels, comes with a lifetime warranty. That's right, lifetime warranty. Memorial Day event kicks off this weekend, and you don't wanna miss it. If you're a fan of mine, you wanna go buy some of these sheets. Get a pair for your girlfriend, get a pair for your bed, your mom, your dad. Right now, people are sleeping, they're in their house, they got all kinds of towels, all this stuff matters. You're home every day. So it's an easy way to get the into the summer with big savings on sheets, beddings, towels, long wear, and the newest Haman Hamam. Is it Hamam and the linen collection? What is that Hamam? What is that, Mike? I'm not sure. Well, let's find out. Linen is so amazing. Do you ever wear linen, Mike? I never get a chance to wear it, but I love sleeping on it. Oh god, I love linen. I love looking at people in linen. And if you can't wait right now, if you can't wait, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping on all new sheets right now when you use promo code what dude. That's what dude at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen.com. Go get yourself some sheets and enjoy your life. All right, we got another This, this, I mean, listen, man, I saw this coming, you know, I got in touch with this company and I'm glad that they're working with us because, you know, the toilet paper situation is a nightmare. And you know what? You shouldn't be using toilet paper only to clean your bum bum. Tushy. That's right. Tushy is the best company out there. I break up with your toilet paper, get rid of it, treat your butt nice with a Tushy, wiping your butt, with dry toilet paper does not remove all the shit. That's just a fact. There's still shit in your butt. Ugh. If you got poop and then the other part of your body, would you just wipe it off with dry paper? No, you wouldn't. If you had poop on your face, your arm, your tit, would you wipe it off with dry paper? No, you take a shower. You take a shower. Water cleans better than dry paper. That's it. My friends, that's a fact. Okay, thankfully, there's now a sleek bidet attached. Everybody thinks bidets are these big things from Japan and they, they cost $10,000. No, there's a nice little thin one. It attached clips right under your existing toilet, it sprays your butt completely clean with fresh water. It's called Tushi, and it's the best thing you can do for your bum. Okay, Tushy sprays directly in your ass and removes the poop completely. So you aren't sitting on bacteria that leads to nasty things like hemorrhoids, yeast infection, UTIs, itchy asshole, the worst one of them all, and skid marks. Oh, look, Two, she sprays your ass with fresh water. It's not toilet water either. It's coming out of right out of the wall, the same water you brush your teeth with, you're wiping your ass with. That's why America's great. Tushy connects to the water supply right behind your your uh your, before it goes into your toilet. Okay, it's the same stuff you brush your teeth with. All right, wet wipes are worse than the toilet paper. They're terrible for the environment. They clog up your hole. Three fifty it cost me to get a guy in my crawl space to clean out my pipe because the toilet paper clogged with the the uh baby wipes clogged everything. They call anal. They cause anal fissures. You don't want one of those. All right. Look, you, you're telling you, an anal fish is a nightmare. I know somebody who had one, all right? It's only 79 bucks. That's it. Under 100 bucks, under nine, 79 bucks. Go to hellotushy.com slash whatdude, hellotushy.com slash whatdude, and get 10% off your order right now. Just go. I use mine. It's a gr- I got one for Keith Robinson. Cause he had a stroke. You can, you know what I mean? How do you wipe your ass? You don't. You can't do it. Good. It's good for him. It's. A, it, they have a couple different brands, but it. You un, It's so easy. Unhook the thing on the wall. You put the T-split in. You hook it back up. You hook up the tushi, You plug it in. You're done. Seventy nine bucks. You're in. You're out. You got a clean asshole. You feel fresh, and you don't have to worry about these people price gouging toilet paper. or taking all the toilet paper, and you have a cleaner ass than you did before. Tushy.com. dot com. Hello, dot com slash what dude. Again, hello, dot com slash what dude. Ten percent off your order. Go ahead. And uh, great. And then, hey, uh, anyway, we got a special guest that just came in, Danny Soda. I saw. I just saw the name on the thing, and I was like, what? Mike, you want to introduce our special guest?
3: I question your uh, attire this afternoon.
5: Why?
1: It's, it is pretty aggressive, Colton. Yeah. I didn't
2: even
3: think of that
4: until
2: now.
3: Harsh. Why is it? Uh, Dave, Why hit start it? video.
2: David, turn on video.
0: The video. Let me Bottom see. left. Looks like a My camera. My
2: still fucked up. Bottom left? Abby. Yeah.
0: Oh, let me see. Right a little
2: bit. Is Hold it? on. Yeah. Sounds tinny.
0: Hold oh, on, I got the music going. I got to turn that music off,
4: dude. Fucking a, I like this. I like an entry to so
2: in <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. my ass off. You guys, hold music. On. okay?
5: So
2: you see it? Start video, bottom left.
0: <laughs> there ain't shit on the bottom left.
2: Are you on your phone or your computer?
0: No, my iPad. Where I, I did one this morning, so so I forgot how to do
3: it since this morning. <laughs>
0: Mike Calather, but the only thing on the bottom is that. So but like, here I'll leave and I'll try it again. Okay.
3: All right, come back. We'll talk shit about you while you're gone. Perfect. <laughs> leave. Now what's weird about this is that uh I Gabby's dad has been friends with Dave for a long time and I've literally I think,
2: known him my whole life.
3: And I think yeah, I met fine. a very young Gabby at one point. Gabby? Yeah. That's that's crazy. Crazy. So, yeah.
4: That's crazy that that's the mutual friend,
5: right?
4: And Gabby, we back. Bobby, Is that better? And, and no. then Bobby gets no credit for connecting. Calta to I, Gabby. I,
1: I oh I yeah. get absolute credit. I connect the world. All right, well, that's my that, like that, that, that might be my thing on no. my headstone. Connected, Connects the world. Connected uh, if you whatever you liked in your life, he had something to do with. Dude, Bobby, if that's how they start diagnosing you with CTE, hell!
2: Oh, there shit. he oh. is.
3: Look at that background. What's up, fucker? Oh, now we hey, can't hey, hear you. you. Your video is good. Your 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 sound is muted. But hit hit the. We can see you, but we can't hear you. Which means we can talk as much shit to you as we want.
1: <laughs> no way, man! can us hit, back. He can hear us. In? No, my he, Red sucks. He disconnected the audio.
3: What's that? He disconnected the audio.
1: Like that's oh, not just even. i to hook the audio back. Oh, look oh, at that. A pool yeah.
2: Table. Oh yeah, pool table.
1: Oh, we just heard him. A, I just heard him. He's got a billiards room. He's got a billiards room. That's when you get money. When you can play yeah. pool, you get enough room to play pool all the whole way around the pool table. That's where you have that's private... smashing into a lamp. <laughs> that's where you.
4: That's where you have your uh, private conversations is while you're shooting
3: pool. The first thing he had that I was very jealous of was a urinal. Yeah, that's pretty in his cool. house. That was awesome.
4: Did you ever get it?
3: I, oh, he you left ever, again.
4: Did you ever get that one? A, Call, talk to like you have a urinal in your house?
3: Uh I have a bidet. I have no urinals. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's I didn't build I didn't build this house. I bought it from a previous millionaire.
1: That's so badass. Yeah Uh oh. Here we go. Here it comes. All right, we're back. We're back.
3: We're going to do this. I feel like every We're time back. he We're leaves back.
4: Bobby, should have to take off the jacket and then put it back on again. <laughs> you know,
0: he's like, okay. Is it okay, back? Okay. Okay, let me <laughs> ask you something. I got you guys with the picture, but then, uh, then I did the other one. I saw everybody, but I couldn't get uh,
2: sound. This is so now, weird.
3: Now we can hear you, but we can't see
1: you. Yeah. Mike, Mike are you near him? Go to his house.
2: <laughs>
0: Post <laughs> asked you to start your video. Okay.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, right.
0: look at that shit
2: hell yeah <laughs> hi gabby hi i miss you
0: i miss you too you're doing great thanks you're crazy i loved your makeup bit
2: thank you so much it was psycho
0: the human acne, or the adult acne,
2: uh-huh. and all that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. How you doing, David?
1: I'm Robert. Doing? I'm Robert. That's uh, that's Dan Soda. And up in the corner, the the uh, guy that looks depressed, that's Mushy Mike, our producer.
0: <laughs> How are you? Kind of look like a cowhead. Always Easy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: What's
3: up, buddy? Hi.
0: <laughs> Not, bud. How you doing?
3: Are you ever worried that your house is going to catch fire? And those guitars are going to go down?
0: Well, right behind those guitars is the canyon. Well, the backyard and the canyon. It's like an inlet, and then it goes into a big canyon. that fire happened twice. So all those guitars behind me and everything in this room, I took out. (laughs) And put them in the the truck. I called like five of my buddies that live about 15 minutes down the road, and they came up, and we loaded every – car and truck and got these guitars out and all the other shit so it's crazy
1: that is insane what's the most expensive guitar you got behind you
0: um probably the the Les Paul that I have right there 30, six or seven Les, Les Paul right how, right in the middle, next to the, how
1: much is it what is it
0: um I don't know uh so, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Kevin Buell, uh, Springsteen's Guitar Tech, I showed him it, and he says it's either worth about six hundred or 300000 but it's signed by Les Paul, um, I had, it was Carlos Santana's first guitar, and what? the show we went to in Tampa, uh, years ago, uh, I think, um, I think I went there with Coney and somebody else, and, I presented it to him and I asked him was this your guitar and he picked it up he played it and he looked at it and he's like what was your story I said was this your guitar and he goes yes it was I said would you like it back he goes enjoy it oh, <laughs> I said wow. no
5: I'll
0: trade you for any guitar that you played tonight keep take your guitar back and so he signed it and then he says do me a favor, one more signature on it get Buddy Guy so when I moved back here to San Diego I went and saw Buddy Guy, I took it in there and Buddy Guy signed it and Buddy's like, come with me and went the next room and BB King he was touring with, so I had BB King sign it as well. So Wait,
4: cool. so you have Carlos Santana's first guitar signed by <laughs> Carlos Santana Buddy Guy and BB King
0: and Les Paul
4: and Les Paul that's,
5: <laughs> <14 days. laughs> that's not
3: that's not his only BB King guitar. The good thing about being rich is when you go get a guitar signed, you can actually buy the authentic guitar. So we went to see BB King, and he was like, "I'm gonna go buy two Lucille's." And he, two guitar and brought them
0: out there, and BB King signed them. And there it is, right there. Yep. Hey, I have,
1: I have a degenerates poster signed by Jim Norton.
0: Pretty, cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty badass. I like you could say, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's close. People said, "This is David's jacket." I bought this on eBay. This is when he played for the Red Sox there you cost go $100,000 <laughs> that's not true still,
5: right.
3: can't, still can't button it
5: I <laughs> know <laughs> <Another. laughs>
0: I got triple X's in here that'll fit you
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know the same one he lived here and he like normally when your friends ask you to help them with something you're like fuck. When Dave's like, hey, you want to come over and help me clean my office? I was like, fuck yeah, I do, because I'd leave there with about fifty grand worth of autographs and shit. And it was awesome, <laughs>
4: dude. Awesome. Yeah, that's got to that's got to be fun junk that you throw away. You go, well, you know, hey, I, this is from a perfect game when I was with Toronto. And You're like, oh fuck, that's incredible.
0: No, we well uh, during this pandemic, so like the first I don't know first two weeks of this. I said, you know what? I'm gonna because go. in the garage I have a big, huge closet. I just throw all my crap in there. And so Nina's like, let's go through everything. So I took everything down. I have like five, six shelves all the way up, and took it. I found stuff from back in the '80s when I was in the minor leagues. I was like, oh geez, I still got this. It was unbelievable the shit that I had. So what we did is we just we itemized everything. Logged it in all the bats, everything, all the gloves, jerseys. I got so much stuff; it's ridiculous. What's your favorite
4: jersey that you have that isn't yours?
0: That's not mine.
4: Yeah, like that's not
0: that's um, one you played with, or just a I have athlete. I have Babe Ruth's jersey. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Come on, have what? you heard Are of you him? Babe?
1: <laughs> but you have you also have Babe Ruth's hat that you wore in a game, and Tori told you to take it off, right?
0: Yeah, I I, I sold that. When we had the fires here, I sold that. Put it in an auction. What?
1: How much did you get for that?
0: I don't know, like like almost 600 grand. You bought it for like 30 though, right? 35, yeah. 35, oh my God, what the fuck am I
1: doing
2: in this
0: shed?
3: But you realize that that hat (laughs) only became worth 600 grand because he wore it in that game.
0: Yeah. yeah pretty much now, now, yeah. Some,
1: now some
4: now some tech nerd watches weird Japanese porn wearing it
0: yeah. <laughs> so well, the, a the guy, whoever bought it I talked to the guy who sold it for me and he uh, I talked to him a couple weeks ago and he said that that guy sold this collection and somebody else bought it but you know he didn't he didn't tell me what they got for it or whatever but you know I kind of kicked myself in the butt for doing it but then again you know it's with the fires, you never know, you might as well get yeah. some of your good stuff. And did that's it fit? What I, what's that?
1: Did the hat fit your head?
0: It was a little big on me. I had to put some cushion in there, and I wore it for that one inning. And then Joe told me to take it off. So,
1: did why, they, why did he Why did he tell you to take it off? And just out of respect, he's a tool.
0: Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hell yeah did he
4: did they know did they know you were putting it on like in the dugout like did you just Whoa. like
1: kinda,
0: joe joe knew joe knew i was gonna wear it but he's like you're not putting the hat on i said oh i'm gonna wear it sometime trust me he goes no you're not i said we'll see and so <laughs> the day i wore it you know i I, wa- I did my warm-up walked across the diamond back into the dugout and when I was walking through the dugout to go up to my locker to get it, Joe was just staring at my hat. He was just staring at my hat, seeing. I looked at him. I said, "See, it's 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 normal hat." And I ran up my locker, put it on, and I ran back down in the tunnel. And I just see Jorge and and, uh, and Jeter just sitting on the top rail, and I'm like, psst, 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 "Go, go!" Like run out to the field because when they run out, they start the music and all that. And so they took off running. I bolted out. I bolted right out the, the uh, tunnel onto the mound. Joe was pissed, so he ended up finding me like twenty five hundred dollars. That's it. Yeah, that's what I told him. That's it. That's all you got for me? I said, you shot out, bitch. Dude, I that so is so badass.
4: That's so badass. You wore Babe Ruth's hat in a fucking game at Yankee Stadium. That is so I bad. Was, I was telling.
1: I was about a playing... different breed. I was angry. talking to a friend of mine who was at one night, big Yankee fan. He was at the SNL party one night, and it was around 2 in the morning, and he looked over, and you're still fucking pounding, hanging out, having a good time, but you had a game the next day, and he came up, and he's like, yeah, do you, you're playing tomorrow. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He like, he, like, didn't even give a fuck.
0: I didn't sound as good as you right there, but. <laughs> 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 I think I'm playing tomorrow. Yeah. I,
3: mean, I, I can right. tell you, he has got the full-on Mickey Mantle gene when it comes to to drink. He, when you're about to pass out, he's there to tell you,
4: "Come on, what the fuck, Calta?" Let me ask you a question: If you're putting together an, uh, like a party A team, you can, you can only call one. You need the A team. Would you say David and Bert Kreischer are two of the members?
3: Uh, I would say that the two of them together would probably cause a vortex in time yeah. and create another black hole.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't
4: it, yeah. just, it just creates a giant atomic ripple of a hangover
0: for
5: yeah, everyone else. For everybody. Also, yeah. oh,
0: <laughs> look, hey hey Cow, wasn't it was it your bachelor party that we did? I, I loaded that son of a gun up, the limo up, we went to Orlando.
3: Yeah, so, so I decided I'm not having <laughs> a bachelor party. We were, we were not having a bachelor party. So me and wells and a buddy my buddy frankie and enrico cicconi who was to play for the Ciccone, lightning and, yeah. and so we decided we're just gonna go to a nice steakhouse and have a nice dinner and then wells is like well let's let's start off with a bottle we don't want a shot of Patron. And we'll do a cheer. i was like all right cool we'll do a shot then he's like well let's just get a bottle of Patron.' now we're all drinking full glasses of Patron <laughs> while we're eating and in the middle of dinner wells is like we should we should go to Orlando tonight, which is an hour away for no reason. And the next thing you know, a limo shows up and we're pouring into the limo going to Orlando. And no fucking no plan to do this or nothing. Now we're in Orlando. And we walk into this bar because there's a band plan and they're shaving the drummer's head while they're playing with a buzzer. And Wells goes, I'll give you a ten grand if you go do that right now. And she goes like, "I'll give you ten grand too." And I'm fucking poor as shit at that time. I would have been like, "That's twenty fucking grand." But imagine I have to get married next weekend with with no
1: hair. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife was like, "How can
0: fuck 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 you do it?" I would I would have shaved time to do it.
1: I would have shaved off. my wife's head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> if David Wells was like ten thousand dollars, you go fight that band. I'd be like,
0: "All right, that I
3: would have done." Yeah, Let's that would have been easy.
1: Go. I, just- I literally. I literally would have got a manscape and right down the middle of my wife's fucking head took off her fucking whole mane right off in front of David for 20 grand. That offer stands today, David.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not raking in the money like I did back then. So right so one of on those uh,
3: guitars. You'll be all right.
1: I love that true, his background true. looks like a fake background. It looks like, it looks like, it looks like a green screen. Dude, no, honestly, no, I
0: we can Honestly, move it you, around. We can, you got, you, I got my uh, live at Budokan up there, my Rick Nielsen.
4: It's amazing.
0: Uh, poster, then, you know, you got Jerry Garcia.
4: Honestly, if it, if you look at if you didn't know who David was and you just saw this, you would think we're interviewing a Hard Rock Cafe manager who's just like <laughs> telling us how they're getting no. through the quarantine. I, he goes, "Well, we can't have in-room dining, but we do do delivery." And it's been-
0: <laughs> well, I did during, during this <laughs> pandemic. I did I did the uh, my my vault with all the baseball memorabilia, and then. I would do segments of that, just break it up because you know who knew how long this was going to be. Yeah. So I would have done that. I would have just showed little articles at a time to keep going. But then I then I kind of built this room up for everybody, and and then I end up showing the this room, this whole room because I got I got shit all over the place in there, which hilarious. is pretty cool. Some really yeah. unique stuff that I have, um, but you know, Gabby, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have a full Bon Jovi. I got your dad's guitar that he got me and signed, but it was one that he was playing and, and writing music on it. But I need oh, some yeah. Bon Jovi stuff.
2: It's crazy you don't. Well, it's, Just come over up- and steal it. Get everyone really hammered and start stealing <laughs> shit off the walls.
0: <laughs>
1: it's it's funny that's funny that true. You, you bring up the uh, Bon Jovi because Dan Soda – uh, said that uh, if there was one band that he could get rid of, it would no, be Bon don't, Jovi. Don't try to fucking, don't try to cut my Achilles. <laughs>
5: I right. What is it Our called?
4: Point was, and my and, and David's welcome to play the game. If you could eliminate, if you had to eliminate one band, and if you eliminate that band, you, you eliminate all the influence they had afterwards, which band would you eliminate? And I was honest, and I said Bon
1: Jovi. Bobby, who did you say? Bobby? What a
2: hate crime! I Good. said
1: the Grateful Dead. I'd fucking kill them all with my bare hands.
2: I said fish, fish. fish. Well, God, fish would I mean,
4: die. And then wait, who? Mike? Who did you say? You said
2: uh,
3: Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow, which
4: is probably the, the best.
0: Yeah. That, that's a good one because I—that's a—that's a great one. I met; she was not very nice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Bitch, well, you have the—you have the benefit of meeting. Not meetings. very nice. She was a bitch. Yeah. 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 The but she has that mole. She has that. She has
1: that mole on her chin. That just get it removed. You got enough money. Get that. It's risen. It causes a shadow. You know, how I, feel, you know how I feel about risen moles.
2: Yeah. You could tell <laughs> the time off of it.
1: Yeah. Stop trying to be interesting with your fucking Cheryl Crow. Imagine kissing it. <laughs>
2: No. You know, probably – I went,
0: like, one of the worst concerts – God, let me see what – Hall & Oates was one of them. And I liked their music, but, man, it was such a bad concert. But, really?
4: Um, Whoa. i wonder who Hall & Oates influenced.
0: That but before that, I think, you know what? It was Prince. I saw Prince, and I left – after about fifteen minutes, I left. What?
4: But now I'm saying, if you eliminate Prince, you eliminate everyone he influenced. So anyone after him, that's I'm a, cool with
5: that. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's
0: a hot no. fucking take. Yeah.
2: Going where did Prince? you see him?
0: And that dude was amazing. That he was amazing. He's unbelievable. But yeah,
5: that
1: was, yeah, then you, the you eliminate think me, in,
2: Dave.
0: I think it was a shot.
1: Because <laughs> Prince influenced me, Dan. So if you eliminate him, I'm not here either, Dave. So I took off.
2: How did sex- Prince oh. influence you?
1: Bobby
4: <laughs> doesn't wear jeans with uh, butt cheeks in him.
1: <laughs> my dance moves, my songs, the way I treat people.
0: Well, back oh, in the day, God. he looked like Apollonia. So
1: yeah, dude, he yeah. was
0: a song. Soft, yeah. soft he was getting hammered by, by Prince.
1: How cute! <laughs> yeah, I I really did look like I did look like a little Apollonia back in high school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: coming out with
4: those abs. Yeah, oh no, I would say Prince is the most controversial take outside of Suarez saying rush, but that's just cause I love fucking Neil Pert.
5: Yeah, he was he was amazing. I,
0: I rush probably 20, 20 times and those twenty times I still I, I tried to get a set of drumsticks signed for my son Lars and he would never do it. But I'd see him hand him sticks to everybody else and he would never sign a set of sticks for Lars.
3: Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember when you played for Toronto? I went and met you in, during spring training in, in Dunedin, and we went and we were going to go to lunch. We walk out of the locker room, and there's Neil pert and uh, and Getty Lee. Getty.
5: Yeah, and they
3: were just came. They came to see the spring. Tr- I was like, holy fuck! Like I just turned the corner into Getty Lee. It was like yeah. I saw a vampire in the day.
4: Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> Getty Lee was he was awesome. He's a great guy. Alex was awesome too. Uh, but Neil was just always up to the side and. And really, not very personable, but uh, yeah, what a weird, he was. Guy he
1: was. weird guy he was. He used to drive his motorcycle, to he would ride his year. bike, yeah. His motor, yeah. yeah. Oh, his, dude, his bike, so too.
0: Fun. He would his ride his bike, bike like two, three hundred miles. He was, a- yeah. yeah, dude. That's so funny to
1: think.
4: You're just like driving by and you go, Was that Neil Pert on that bike? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, can't be, yeah. You go, <laughs> yeah. Ow, he he tried to blow me behind a Marshalls
1: once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: some homeless guy telling you he's Neil Pert. He goes, "Well, sure, I live in a drainage. And that's where I get all the
1: sound." <laughs> that was, uh, that hey, was him. Was awesome. I swear to God.
3: <laughs>
4: hey, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Sorry, go
3: ahead, Mike.
1: What uh, else I'm have you been say, fine for? Oh, no, you go. All
3: right, okay. Your mic is Rock so Haynes bad; Richards. it's hard to hear you.
1: It looks like I'm blowing. I'm like fucking. I'm just blowing black guys on the top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, oh, it's that famous sound. guy that you. Uh, yeah. That's going out there, the most famous, uh, <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. Uh,
1: Barry <laughs> is his name. Barry.
0: I don't know that <laughs> guy, but, but Bobby, your mic. I guess he died, but
1: he's been dead for a long time, and his wife. His wife is really mad, and uh, this is a fun fact. His she goes, his dick wasn't that big. They made it big in Photoshop. She uh, this this twat, her. Uh, this twat ratted him out. This twat ratted him out, and she could have just let him have it, but she had to take it away in death.
0: She's I mean, pissed because she didn't get anything out of the out of the death. So
1: yeah,
3: yeah, she oh, did. Yeah. She got a really gaping vagina. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that kind of that's kind of that's kind of a fucked up thing to do to someone after they're dead your ex like if jordan died and his ex is like yeah. he wasn't even that good at basketball you're like
1: he was the greatest
4: Yeah, that guy was that's the greatest.
1: like was dead greatest. if i died and then i became hugely famous cuz there was a picture of me with my fucking hog out on a couch yeah. and it got passed around as a meme and you guys all knew that look at the, that's not Bobby's dick. No, but no. everybody thought I had a massive hog and I could go down in history as the fucking ball guy with a massive hog. Oh, and then my wife is like, his dick was, it was inside most of the time. <laughs> like an innie you know i had to pu- i had to push his belly button to get it out when we wanted to fuck I mean,
0: how the Ill. fuck are we on this conversation <laughs>
1: I, don't know. I welcome My you to served. watch dude. yeah
0: it, Sorry, it always dude. goes mike, mike go ahead what were you gonna say
3: i was kind of <laughs> curious how he gets it out too uh no i we you said that they find you for in the hat i want to know what else you've been what else you were fined for over the years like what's the what are the better things that you were fined for
0: well, when i wrote my book.
3: Oh i know about that.
0: Fuck that that wasn't cheap. That was What
3: was that was like 150 grand, wasn't it?
0: 160 160,000?
3: Cuz you signed my book, you should enjoy this $160,000 fucking book.
0: Yeah, no shit. That was that was crazy. They said I tarnished the Yankee image, which I think the media really pressured the Yankees to do that, to be honest with you, but you know that that was bad, and then they tried to tell. Well, I go, if I'm going to have to pay that fine, and then Players Association was pissed. They they wanted me to file a grievance against it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm you know, I'm with the Yankees. I don't want to. I want to play there for you know the rest of my career, and so I I agreed to do it, but I said I, I want to send the money to the charities that I want, and they said, no, you got to do it to this charity, and uh, I think one was the Wounded Warriors, which was cool. And I think the other was the Safe at Home Foundation, Joe Torres, and that was a safe at his house. Safe at home. <laughs> so I think the rest of the money went to that, so.
5: <laughs> but, uh,
0: but no, Joe has, he, but I didn't know that at the time, but he does have a safe at home foundation, which I have attended a few times. It's, he throws on a pretty good event. So a couple of years ago, he had it in LA and Bernie Williams came up and played with a band there. Bernie can kill it, man, he's awesome.
3: He loves you. He always talks good shit about you whenever he, whenever we talk to him.
0: Yeah, we're scumbag man. We, yeah. we got along. <laughs> That's great. How fun oh, was yeah. that?
4: How fun was that Yankees team? That seems like that was a fucking fun team to be a part of.
0: Well, it was. It was. It was insane. I mean, to me, it's you know every the success that we had. People wanted to be a part of it, so you were getting nailed left and right. By, with tickets and doing all that. And I remember, I mean, I gave everybody tickets. And if I couldn't find them, I'd buy them. But it just, the team was so good. That's how we, you know, they they just wanted to be a part of it. And a lot of people were a part of it that year. I had buddies shoot that probably went to 30, 40 games at Yankee Stadium just to see the mystique and, and how good we were. It was it was That was a great year. It was awesome.
1: Wasn't it? Wasn't it? I mean, you played for the Sox. Uh, for a couple of years, right? Two years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, how did you feel about that? I mean, because when you played for the Yankees, I mean, that was, that to me, Yankees-Red Sox playoffs is the World Series. When they're playing against each other, who gives a fuck who's playing? How did that, he me, feel about that, it? That was the, that was the World How d- Series. How did
3: I feel about it? Now I had to hang out with him while he was on the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> it, hurt, it hurt me.
5: <laughs> no, it, you, you know
0: what? It was a job, so I didn't mind it one bit. I mean, it's just when I, when I left San Diego, our uh, Yankees, when, well, when they let me go in two thousand. In 2000, after 2003, I signed with the Padres, and for 2004, we came in to play the, uh, the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. I got a standing ovation. It was it was very emotional. Um, it just I even got a, a roll call from the Bleacher Creatures, which was awesome. Yeah, so awesome. then the next year, I go to Boston. We come back into New York. I got booed. I got people throwing shit at me. Oh, it was like, I was the antichrist of New York. I was like, whoa, wait a second. I just, you just, you just high five me with being a pod right? yeah. yeah. But that's the, the hatred that the Yankees have against Red Sox. So it's like, holy it's mackerel. But I didn't care because it was a it was a job. I have to do my job. Yeah, and but also, it was
1: pretty cool. It was great, right? It also shows you, you how not
4: how non-threatening the Padres are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But everyone was like, yeah, hey, fucking what's up, David? Good job. Go get a contract.
0: The Padres? Or are we afraid of? The Padres?
4: <laughs> I'm a simple You know, situation. no matter where, I
0: went, no matter where <laughs> I went, it was a job, and I had to do it, you know, the best I could. So, you know, I didn't discriminate because they're paying the checks. And, you know, so to me, you, you got to be your best no matter where you play, whether you like it or not.
1: Are you a Yankee or are you a Red Sox?
0: What do you think? Oh,
1: uh, God damn it! I know. I just yeah, dude. To guy, ask. guy, guy's got a perfect game and some chips. He's talking about Joe tory and Jeter, and you're like, remember those fucking two years with Johnny Damon?
5: What a fucking good right guy, it. huh?
1: Dude, you were there right after they broke the fucking curse, kid. What's <laughs> fucking? That's so funny.
0: Now, now you got. Now you can brag. You got what? Three world champions now, or
1: three rings It's. Now? it's it, I tell you. Uh, you know, people, championship town, we won the you know the Super Bowls, the Bruins won, the Celtics won, the Red Sox won, and it was cool. The greatest thing, though, the greatest victory was 2004 against yeah. uh, the Yankees because the year before was a fuck fest, too. I mean, I was on stage when he hit the home run, and we were out again, yeah. so the next year when we – when we came back and we won that, I mean, I don't think there's anything greater in sports for me than when we beat the Yankees to go. And then we, who gave a fuck about the World Series? Was
3: that that year that that shitbag Kurt Schilling faked that bloody sock?
5: Oh fuck yeah, off.
1: we didn't fake that. That was a that was a Fucking. goddamn man on a mound doing what he had to do in a battle.
4: Okay? You know how many drunk guys in Massachusetts cite that as like a religious moment when they don't
1: don't <laughs> Fucking chilling had a bloody spot, and he fucking did
4: it the way. And everyone's like, "All right, take it easy."
0: I I, be honest I think they hammed it up just a little bit. But he did have the surgery. I saw the scar, so he did have the surgery. But you know, they numb that crap up to where you don't feel anything. We all would have done the same thing. But here's 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 the kicker, Rob. If I was, if the Yankees would have kept me, that shit would have never happened. How
5: about
4: that?
1: Nah, <laughs> bro, that's some fucking shit you could
4: talk. Because you're. I in went San to San Diego. Diego. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, me and Burr actually went the next day after we won. We went to the Yankees souvenir shop in downtown manhattan with all our red sox reg- regalia and we held the door for everybody going into the store
4: that's so goddamn
5: <laughs> funny that's so we a going to
1: get punched yeah we were in downtown manhattan we were like do you guys have the shirts they were like what shirt the greatest comeback in history shirt they're like no we don't have that i go like, oh, do you have the other shirt they're like what's the other shirt uh, the greatest collapse in the history of sports <laughs> There was a point where we were like, all right, we're going to get the fuck out of here. This is good.
0: Yeah, I know. Well. you're like, you ain't get <laughs> the shit kicked out of <laughs> <laughs> here. No doubt.
4: David, uh, I always was, like, fascinated with Randy Johnson. I'm a Giants fan, so I watched him pitch for the Diamondbacks for years. Did the, could that guy just throw fucking gas?
0: We all threw gas.
4: Yeah, I mean, you guys are all – but I just remember him hitting the pigeon, and that's one of my moments from watching baseball. That's volleyball. one of the greatest no. things ever. Have you, almost, have, you hit, have you ever had a pitch go wild, and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, plenty of time. I faced Randy. He hit me. I, I was hitting against him um, here in San Diego. I think – yeah, here in San Diego, and he, and he drilled me, hit me right in the forearm. I had to get the hell out of the way because lefty on lefty is pretty gnarly and – you know, I'm already belling anyways because I don't want to get hit if some bitch hit me. But you know, he, he's he just was six shit. He was six ten, so he yeah. But you know, he, he would release. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. I don't know why Bye. he had a with them.
4: Oh really? Because he seemed like a weird guy. Because I remember when he came to the Yankees, everyone was like, "Shave your face!" And then he just looked like a weird, like he looked like he was like naked on his face. He's just like, "Hey, everybody!" It's like the He's first time like you it.
3: see your dog after it gets wet. You're like,
4: "Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's yeah, like he, seeing a, yeah. It's like seeing a bear without hair. You're like, yeah. ah. He, he <laughs>
0: looked he looked like a tall Ron Karkvise. <laughs> <laughs> Google Ron Karkvise. I'm, I'm, I'm googling boy him
4: boy. right now. Ron Karkvise.
2: I have no
0: idea. He was a catcher for the White Sox. Anybody George ever Bell watch cannot, cannot,
3: dude? That's George hilarious.
5: Bell cannot
0: pronounce his last name at all, and he called him Cockabrice. <laughs> it was so funny,
5: dude, but yeah, he that guy
0: like, with a mullion. And they're Randy. Randy Johnson's a mullion.
1: Who was the guy that you ever uh, face A guy that you're like, fuck me,
0: this fucking move on.
3: Yeah, move on. Owns him.
0: Yeah, really, I, I couldn't get that some bitch out. Really, yeah.
1: More, more there's, than he's
4: What about Barry Bonds? Did you ever go against Bonds?
0: Yeah, yeah. He hit in, what was it, 05? Well, when he hit 700 off of Jake Peavy, I pitched the next night, and he hit 701 off of me. So I made him sign my glove after the game. I took my glove in, and he signed it. So it was pretty cool.
4: As a Giants fan, it was fun to have Bonds because it quickly became in the early 2000s that you were like, he's innocent. And everyone's like, he's clearly not. And you're like, fuck you. And then you just had your Bonds <laughs> jersey on. And you're like, never got caught. Balco was bullshit. i like,
0: tell you he- what, 90s, probably the late 80s, 90s, and until now has just been tainted. You, know? yeah. you, you never know. I mean, you see guys getting popped every year, but, but in the nineties you know when i when I was coming when I was there in the prime, I mean it, it was tough. I mean everybody was doing it, but you know back back then they didn't really make a big deal of it until Conseko got all butt hurt and kind of sold everybody out so to me yeah. it was you know pitching in a steroid era is was pretty difficult. I would rather pitch in a steroid era than what the uh what the Astros and the Red Sox were doing, you yeah. know. So, to me, you still got to pitch to these guys. But when they know what's coming, when Altuve hit the home run off of Chapman, who in the hell can hit that pitch, a home run? You're not sitting on that pitch unless you know what's yeah. coming. So, to me, that was that was the beauty of it. But it was a challenge, you know. But, you know so, but those guys that did it, that got caught are, you know, obviously at some point they're probably going to go in the Hall of Fame. But are they deserving? Probably not because yeah. if they're going to do that, then they better put Pete Rose and shoes Joe Jackson back in. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah,
4: that's that would. That's always the thing. Is like, I feel like if Bonds and and you know McGuire and Sosa go in, then so should Pete Rose. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, no doubt. I mean, and and Pete didn't. He was just a punching Judy, but yeah. for forty something hundred hits, that's yeah, and he never bet He never bet when he played. He was betting on it when he was a manager, but just the Reds. So. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, so that that's shit. that's just that one makes you scratch your head a little bit, and you know you're like, what the
3: fuck? How did they? I don't, how did they I not don't know that? if he. I don't know if he wasn't betting. I, uh, Al Michaels told me one time that when Pete Rose was playing in uh, Plant City for the Reds for spring training, but staying in St. Pete, they couldn't. Every time they would drive home, he'd have to stop at the highlight track and then at Derby Lane at the dog track because he can't pass anything that was taking action without laying a bet down.
0: Well, that's you know he's got the fever, but you know <laughs> to me it, it's the no no when you're when you're managing and you can write the lineup every night, you know that that don't let him in as a manager. Let him in as a player, but not a manager.
1: No. Hey Dave, hey,
0: mush, when do you, do you shut you? up?
1: <laughs> 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 like, he's so yeah, mushy, he doesn't expression. even know he's go.
0: on mute. Yeah. No, he's just oh, a now mush. He got it.
4: He's producing another podcast. He hasn't even been listening to this thing.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny because <laughs> I was watching. uh the, Friday kid, too, today. That, that's, <laughs> Bobby's right
3: that's Bobby's real father, Sato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bobby doesn't want to admit he's Asian. He keeps telling everybody he's Irish from Boston, I'm, but he's Asian.
1: I'm Italian-Irish. I'm from Boston. I'm not from Japan. No, you're from Okinawa. Okay. There is no way.
4: Yeah, you're right. He's right. You're from the island of Okinawa. There's no I'm on side now, and I've known you for a while, Bobby. You are definitely Opef- Opef- excited. Did you
0: ever run into...
1: Why Bolger. Bulger? Ah, uh, no, I look. I back then when they were there, I you just didn't go to Southie. You just didn't go there. Really? You know, it was,
0: we they, just watched they, the, they the documentary on fucking,
1: him the other day. Oh, that would beat the shit out of you just for going in there. You know, I dated a girl really? there once. Sm- I mean, fucking smoking hot girl, and I I dumped her because I couldn't take the anxiety of going to pick her up in Southie. <laughs> I mean, and she always, she always wanted to hang out and and like in front of her her apartment building and make out. But back then, I you know I had a little tiny mustache. I looked like a Puerto Rican more than Irish Italian. And I'm kissing this Southie broad, this you know this redhead. I'm gonna catch a beat, and I I used to kiss her and get the fuck out of my car. I just, I just told her I go I'm done. I can't do it. It's too much anxiety dating you. One of your fucking brothers or cousins is gonna. Fucking stick a shillelagh in my ass! I'm not doing it. But, uh, but now it's all gentrified. Now it's all rich people. All the, all the, all the fucked up parts of Boston, Charlestown, That's Southie. That's was... yeah, all. It's all. The only part left, but it still is North End. Is still Italian. It's it's pretty much a lot of Italian. Bobby,
4: I was going to ask you what was more terrifying to walk through Southie in the '80s or Charlestown.
1: For me. Uh, Charlestown, because I mean, I got mugged in Charlestown when I was fucking eight. What?
2: Yeah.
1: This guy, I was go? fucking. Nah, this <laughs> yeah, guy. He was dude. like, and it, it wasn't even meth What did you have to give him? Eighty Baseball cents. Cards. He took eighty <laughs> cents. I had eighty cents. He took me and my friend at eighty cents. We were going to the mall to steal fishing lures, like, because we wanted to go fishing. <laughs> and he, we had 80 cents, and he took the 80 cents. And I, he, and then I said, sir, could I please have a dime to call my mom to come pick us up? <laughs> and he, he threw me a dime.
5: And I was like, thank
2: you. <laughs> he was a nice guy, after all.
1: Yeah. Charles Town no a fucking nightmare.
5: Yeah.
2: Charles
1: nice. Town a nightmare. But hey, Dave, let me ask you a question. This, this is uh, – when, when does a – like, when did you know – That you had the goods to play ball, because that—that's a fucking, you know. Look, anybody can step on stage and start comedy and do it, and you know whatever. But to play baseball, to be—that's an art. Well, well, you haven't been to an open mic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How do you know? But uh, (laughs) have you?
0: I have. You did comedy. Where? No, I've been. I like. I saw it. Just as a participant, seeing people, you know, for the first time, doing additions and stuff like that. Here in Dude, San Diego, down in MPB, they used to have an improv down there. Dude, that's good. So they would have be- people come in and do that. But to me, it was – that's what not easy, getting on? up and, and doing that. Yeah, it's crazy. Not, I mean, that's I mean, got to be such a not, mind not- fuck
4: to be on stage at an open mic, and you're like, is that David Wells? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: you wanna know Check this shit out. So years ago, we're, we're in – I'm in Las Vegas going to see – uh, my buddy Jason Chef who was a bass player for Chicago. And so they were touring with the Beach Boys. And I think they did a, a little residency at uh, Caesars Palace. So I came in with my ex-wife and we were hanging out and Jason doesn't drink. So he's like, he's been for a few years, you know, sober. And so we go to, so we go to this comedy act. And he's like, Hey, let's, let's go to this comment. But then we're going to go to karaoke afterwards and you're going to sing. I said, dude, I don't sing you got, we got to get, I got to get drunk if I'm going to do that. So he just started buying beer beer, (laughs) and we went to this comedy act and it was, uh, I think it was Donald Curry. I guess the guy who played hanging with Mr. Cooper Mark Curry, (laughs) Mark Mark, Curry. Mark (laughs) Curry and Hugh Fink. Okay. And Hugh Fink was a writer for SNL. And so we get there and I'm already kind of buzzing up a little bit. And so Mark Curry's doing his thing and then he's done and in comes Hugh Fink. Hugh Fink, little, you know, Jewish guy, gets up on the stage and he goes, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, good to see everybody here. I'm Hugh Fink and all that. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm already tipsy and I'm like, Hugh Fink. Hugh Fink. I'm like we're like three rows back. I stood up like a dumb shit. I stood up. I go, no. You think on me and I'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I got, I, he proceeded to bury me the whole show.
5: Oh, he yeah, he
0: yeah. just ruined me. And I sit there like this with my thumb in my mouth. Everybody's laughing at me, talking shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> I felt about that tall. So fast forward, I'm in New York. You know, it's 98. I go to Saturday Night Live. And I'm, you know, I'm. I I had full range of. Lorne Michaels gave me, you know, VIP anywhere I wanted to go. So I'm down. I'm back in the like in the dressing room, just cruising where they do makeup and all this stuff. And in the corridor, this guy walks by me, and I look, and I go, "Excuse me, sir." And he stops to go. I go, "Is your name Hugh Fink?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." And I said. Oh my god I said dude I got a story for you. He goes mm-hmm. what is it what is it?" he was all excited because he knew who I was and, yeah. and, and I, when I saw him I knew who it was I said I went to this comedy act in Vegas years ago and and you were on stage and this dude stood up and said something to you and you proceeded and he goes I know I buried that son of a bitch mm-hmm. he goes that guy was an idiot I said hey asshole this is the idiot, <laughs> and he
2: looked up at me. He,
0: he bolted right out of that room. He ran. Ran. I was
5: like, you ran? Ran. Uh, <laughs> I was like you "So tonight. funny!" And i so, I saw later so on, I'm funny. like,
0: No, 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 no. It was all good, dude. I was hammered, and I know better than to mess with a comedian. But then he that year he wrote, he did all the writing for the espies and that's when I won an ESPY that year. So pretty cool. But now nice. we're friends. We're good friends now. So it's was neat.
1: But they look just. But I have to disagree with you because there's a lot of comedians that are have specials and are on TV that I don't think are that good, right? In baseball, Bobby, I'm, all, Bobby, I'm on the fucking. Yeah, well, I <laughs> have to be honest. To yes. <laughs> David was, Wells, Mush, me, right? I be so
2: honest. he could get through this.
1: <laughs> and, um, <laughs> what I'm saying thank you Gabby uh, what I'm saying is though like baseball to play professional ball there has to be a moment where you know I got it I'm going to do this this is I what i to do was probably
0: then- I was probably like 10, 11 years old I kind of stuck out like the sore thumb in baseball I played basketball I played everything every sport I played I practiced until I was one of the best ones out there. I remember getting cut, and I was so pissed off that I got cut, I said, I'll never get cut again. So everything I did, I, I did pretty well. But baseball just stood out like a, a sore thumb, and I could always throw the ball hard. From some of the skinny run that I was, I just – I threw really hard. So it was kind of intimidating. When you're throwing, you know, 10, 15 miles faster than anybody else your age, and it just kind of pro- progressed that way until I got into high school – You know, my senior year, I'm going like 96 miles an hour. Wow! So, but I think probably people really notice, They say you're going to go places. When I was like, like in in tenth grade on varsity in tenth grade, so they knew I was going to go. Then I didn't know.
1: I've been doing comedy for 30 years. Nobody's ever said that to me. <laughs> no. Dangerous. I'm still waiting for somebody to go. You're going places, kid.
3: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the best is his upbringing. I mean, his his mom was hanging out with all the Hell's Angels. They were always partying. I mean, nobody. You didn't come from an athletic family.
0: No, not at all. I Dude, just, that's I pretty gifted. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Show it. it's it's my show nuts. Off. <laughs> dude that's
4: fucking great you're just showing up throwing fucking heat and then all these baseball kids are like I was on a Mickey Mantle team why is this guy doing this and you're like fuck you move
5: watch this <laughs> you
0: know, what the cool part was you know when I was 15-16 years old in Colt League um, this girl that I was going out with and my sister came to a game but these, these trolls were just they were messing with my sister and my girlfriend and they were giving them crap well the game was about ready to start, and usually down the third baseline, because we were on that side, that's where all the Hells Angels hung out, and they'd always come to my game, so which was yeah. really cool. And I, I would get 25 cents a strikeout, and $5 a win. So I had like 15 of those dudes there, I was making bank, off
5: yeah. <laughs> these guys.
0: And so they kept messing with my, my sister and my girlfriend, so one of the... Uh, the guy, one of the kid, what kid I knew I grew up with, his dad was working the snack shack, so he went and told my mom, you know, because I'm pitching that game, yeah. and I just see like 10 Hells Angels walk right in front of all the families, and they were sitting in the, in the stands right there, and the Hells Angels went up and grabbed these two dudes by the back of their thing and just took them behind, and you know, <laughs> and the rest was history. It was great. And everybody, because everybody was afraid of me because of the Hells Angels. These guys were awesome, sure. sweetheart guys. And after that happened, they were high fiving the HAs, they were doing everything, and they were like family. Everyone, now everyone wasn't afraid of me when I was passed. So, that was, <laughs> <Yeah>. cool story, <laughs> dude. That
4: is uh, just as someone that's a loudmouth, just being at a baseball game, and you're like, "Hey, fuck you! What are you? Your brother plays with another team? Fuck you! Yeah. Shut up!" And then all these hell's angels come over, and you're like,
0: "What's
5: up?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just looking around. laughs> let, let me tell you, I, I had, a,
0: I was a little, I had a little bit of attitude just because of that. Because yeah, you No, know, anyone mess with me, And I would mess with people a lot bigger than me. You know you, met, you know, you mess with me, my mom's boyfriends are gonna beat your ass. So, God, and oh, man. by the way, he's a hell's angel. So that That's that, that worked for a little bit.
1: That's the last thing Sorry. you want is someone in a vest to beat the shit out of you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude. You know, you don't want to get also- beat up by anybody, vest or no vest. You don't want to get beat up. It sucks. Why
4: didn't Why didn't my mom date anybody in an MC? She dated fucking insurance adjusters. <laughs> i had to deal with a guy named randy you were you were getting fucking your enemies chain whipped that's fucking well, awesome
0: <laughs> well at least you could say you didn't grow up on welfare yeah,
4: that's true you know what yeah, hindsight 2020 yeah you
0: know what sucks is when your mom hands you the food stamps and says go to the store and enter the list yeah. you're walking up every aisle and you know everybody in the store and you're gone you hurry up and leave people i, I would be two three hours because i didn't want anybody to know we were on welfare
4: was your mom, when you, when you got your first, like, Major League check, was that, like, a, a moment with you where you, like, call your mom and you're like, hey, this is, we fucking did it. We're out.
0: Oh, yeah. I bought her a condo. I bought her a, a car. I took care of her.
4: That's, that's fucking badass. Was, I, love, I love that shit. She was shit. stoked.
0: Oh, yeah. Instead yeah, of going yeah, out know, and Dan- a Bentley or something, you buy your mom. Take care of mom.
1: Yeah, Dan yeah, is Dan is on uh, the show Billions on Showtime, which is the hit show, and he, you take care of your grandmother, right? Don't you take care of your yeah. grandmother?
4: Yeah, I take care yeah. of my grandma, and my mom. Yeah.
1: he's, he's, he's he literally he's one of the greatest comics out there right now, especially on HBO oh, on Billions. You. He has probably millions in the bank, but he has that couch no. <laughs> in his house. <laughs> Dude,
4: this is my <laughs> couch. It's also a futon, Bobby. This is my beautiful. He my all
1: girlfriend his money, all his money. He helps his grandma and his mama. What a good kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, people is chill. there a lot of dna on that couch <laughs> yeah, yeah there is. It's, been, it's
1: been a quarantine
0: there's
4: a let's not take a black light to it
0: no nah, don't even wash it just lay on that because whatever's on that <laughs> couch is going to kill anything that's out there anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. See, that,
4: yeah you have the antibodies on that couch yeah we've you got do. the vaccine and it comes from my loins deep in my yeah. loins
3: <laughs> i'd rather be serious. my
5: loins <laughs>
3: <laughs> when are you uh when are you coming back here
0: Well, I was trying to get there soon. I mean, when this—I left on March 20th, when this thing really got out of control, you know. And I was—I was panicking on the flight home because there was barely anybody in coach, and there was like seven or eight open seats in first class where Nina and I flew in, and they let everybody every seat that was in first class they filled. Oh boy! And there was nobody in coach, and I was about—I was about ready to go back in coach. I was so pissed. I was paranoid. I was petrified. But I got here, so we quarantined for till now. I mean, I last week is when I finally started going out and golfing, you know, just to get out of the house. But I mean, I'm I'm fortunate. I got a big property, so I'm out at the pool every day. It's 90 degrees in my backyard pretty much every day because you know it's just we're in a heat spot. So, which is great. So I'm occupied doing stuff. But man, I tell you, it was. So I've been trying to go to Michigan up to the. We got a ranch up in northern Michigan and I can't even get there. It's like these flights. you got to take like three flights to get there, and I'm not going to go on that because I'm type 2 diabetic, so I'm one of those you know, guys that has a chance of, uh, you know, in the dust.
3: You're old now too.
1: Why don't you, get a, why don't you <laughs> go, in those, why don't you go <laughs> in those RVs and t- do a cross-country trip?
0: I thought about that, you know. I'm just driving right? my truck, But then, but I'm not going to sleep in a hotel. I'm not going to yeah. do any of that.
1: Do the RV. Sleep right in the RV, man. You get one of those big, big fucking class I sold a class.
0: My You bought had one? one and it was a brand new one, and it was a lemon. Uh. <laughs> so I got rid of it. They gave us all our money back, thank God. But, you know, to me, it was just like you learn your lesson once. once it's one and done. But, yeah, that would have been cool to do. But, fuck, I got four dogs. I'm not going 3,000 miles with four dogs and, you know, pissed off wife and a and a knucklehead for a kid' <laughs> all he would do is play video games the whole time he wouldn 't drive he wouldn 't do any of that so yeah right. so, but Lars goes to Michigan State, so which is cool yeah. but he wants he wants to get back back he wants to go there and get his jeep and then drive back home so
1: great name but no Lars
0: what 's that uh,
1: the Lars that 's a great name for a kid
5: yeah his
0: first show was in Tampa when Metallica were you there at that show?
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah, You
0: were there, so I I got backstage passes, and and they were doing a meet and greet, and they came in, and Lars came by, and he goes, "You must be gay," and that must be Mini Me, because he (laughs) heard that I named my son after him, and so we took a really cool picture. He's got a, I got a picture of Lars, Lars when he was a baby, a couple months old. So. That's bad.
3: When you go to a That's concert, so cool. when, you're a, when you're a morning radio guy and you get backstage passes, you go to the meet and greet with a hundred other people and you wait in line, you take a picture of the artist. When you go at Wells, you sit on the stage and watch Metallica from the side of the stage. Pyro's blowing up next to you. <laughs> That's the best fucking experience ever.
0: No, it's awesome. Cause like when it was just, I don't know, probably eight, seven, eight years ago in Tampa, you know, Gabby's dad was, they were playing there. And I took Nina and her, her best friend and her husband and shit, they were all the red carpet. we were in the back stage and I mean, Richie was great. John was poking his head in and out. He was doing his own thing, but he would come out take pictures and all that. But you know, once what, you get to know these guys and, and they trust you, they were all at the red carpet. I mean, it, it's pretty cool when you're hanging there and then you see all these other celebrities on the outside and you're that guy in there. You're like, yeah, I'm cool.
2: <laughs> when did you meet my dad? I never even asked you guys that. I met your dad
0: in Wayne Corbett's wedding. Oh uh-huh. hell yeah! So his what wedding, a fucking And we had the, <laughs> the reception at uh, Fiddler on the Green in, in Central Park. And so, and it, this is a great story because we're sitting there at the at the uh, reception, and Nina goes, she she nudges me. She goes, honey, she goes, honey, she goes, that's David Bryan, of Bon Jovi," and I go. I look, I go, you're right. It is, you know, and he, and he was there with your mom. And she goes, he was my favorite Bon Jovi. She goes, I drooled over him. She goes, I drooled over him. I said, really? I said, that's, that's good to know. I said, everyone would probably want Richie or, or John, you know. And so I saw your dad get up and go to the bar. So I get up and I see be right there and I introduce myself to him. And he was really cool. I said, hey. I said, I, 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 I got to come clean. I said, my wife wanted to bang you back years ago. When you were and so I, 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 I motioned for her to come over. And I, I think Dave's like, oh, so you wanted to bang me,
5: huh? Her <laughs>
0: red as a tomato.
5: <laughs> and,
0: and that was our introduction to Dave. And, and Dave and I have been great friends ever since. So yeah, yeah you were probably shocked. like 10 or 11 years old at that yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So funny.
0: But,
1: I was shocked how awesome Gabby's dad like like how normal of a funny guy he is. He's literally just a dude from Jersey. That's he's trash from North Jersey. He's the North best.
2: America.
1: He's the best. She got me tickets to the show. I brought my son Maximus, um, and he uh, was on my shoulders, and he took a nice shit on my neck. Uh, Midway through Shot through the heart Oh really Is that when he Dropped the
0: log Yeah, Sure wasn't a blow shed Just got all (laughs) Uh, It
1: actually felt Good on my neck I was a little cold So it warmed my neck But I had to take him I had to take him Into Dave's She took me Into Dave's locker His uh, dressing room And I cleaned him Like a pit crew (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we went back out and did the show. One of the best shows. I mean, Dan, I don't even really talk. Bon Jovi puts on a fucking great show. That's I mean, great. Bobby. I've seen you're not, probably you're not my, twenty-five you're not of those people.
0: shows as well. And even they did a private gig when I was with the Red Sox. They did a private show at Boston College, and it was in a private. Some dude paid like two million dollars to have them. And Dave's like, "You're with me. You're carrying my. You're carrying my keyboards." <laughs> or exactly. whatever yes. So he gave me something so I went in and got a full private show with him and all that but that, that's a cool thing about knowing somebody because like I said when you become friends they do everything and Dave like Dave comes here and he starts all his plays here the play out.
2: yeah
0: so that's I the last saw, time I saw you yeah so Memphis um and then uh, chasing the song was it is that was it yeah chasing and the then song? Diana and Diana so we just we went to all three of those. And then Diana's on Broadway, and it had to be shut down because of this. But we got to see it first and foremost, and we stayed out there, and we got to be the critics, give them quick, see this is what we thought of this and that. It, that's pretty cool how it does. But Dave rents a house here for a couple months, and we hang out every night. It's pretty cool. It's
2: the best. Last time
0: What's that? I saw you, we
2: were drunk on whiskey.
0: Yes, we Last were. Last time
2: I saw you, we were drunk on whiskey. Hell yeah. That's
0: all right. We got plenty more time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah.
3: When he but
4: comes yeah, to Tampa. It's,
0: it's neat because we want to be rock and roll. We want to be them and they want to be, you know, they want to be baseball players or football players, whatever it may be. But, uh, but when you connect and you do all that stuff, it's pretty cool because I got a piano, you know, in the house and Dave was over years ago and he, he signed it for me. And then I had Jason Chef from Chicago sign it. Toby Keith came over. We went motorcycle riding, and he's been here, so I think I had him sign that piano. So I got three signatures on it, So which is pretty cool. It's pretty badass. We should be interviewing Gabby. What's it like growing up yeah. with one of the best bands of all time? Oh, we've Being asked The daughter Gabby. of David. We've God.
1: asked her. She won't answer.
2: Mm-hmm. I only could say so much. She I'm under like, contract. I'm under doesn't contract. Like
3: bon Jovi. She's not we, a Bon Jovi fan.
0: Yeah. Well, I know where she gets a lot of her humor because Dave's a, sunny, a funny son of a bitch. He's got the best one liners of all time.
1: Truly, we we had Dave on. He's fucking hilarious. He he was on the show like uh, three weeks ago, uh, but uh, yeah, she won't she won't oh. give us any dirt at all on anything. Oh,
0: I know. I know. Cowhead was jacking when he was on the show. <laughs> Biggest Bon Jimmy <Jovi laughs> fan of all time.
5: Uh, I have uh, stories.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I bet you do. I, I know. Isn't that how weird it was all came about? we're doing the show and then gabby's on the show and then she knows you i don't know it's just all fucking weird
0: i i would i'm like there's no way she i just i didn't know you did producing and all that yeah. you're like and then you text when you texted me i'm like oh that is so cool that it was
2: so fun cool. i found out two days ago bobby was like david what did we have david wells on the show and i was like no fucking way <laughs> <laughs> My that's boy.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that, that's awesome. It's a small world.
2: Small yeah. world how this
0: It
1: is a small world. It's so funny, too, because when Gabby was first on the show, she would never told me who she was. She was just a comic, a young comic that a friend of mine hooked me up with because I needed somebody to do the stuff to produce the show. And then I would see her Instagram, and she'd be with the – I thought she was dating the dude from Bon Jovi. I'm like, why are you with this fucking oh. dude in all your Instagram photos? Like I was, it was freaking me out.
5: And then I was, she's, like,
1: oh. she's like, that's my dad. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's cool. I fucked up because I asked Gabby, was it um, last year when they did Diane here? And I'm like, cause I usually have a comment like Larry, the cable guy comes to my event. He'll do like 30, 40 minutes, you know, for, for all my, for a private show for all my, the celebrities and people who buy a foursome for my golf event, for my foundation I'm like, Gabby, you want to come? She goes, yep, I'll come. And I never called you. I apologize.
2: It's okay. He was like, you could do 40 minutes. I was like, listen, I'll do a tight 15 and then a loose 10. And then I'll, t- I'll talk for five minutes after that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Because I usually, I do a comedian. And then I, I usually get slightly stupid plays. And then I've got these guys I've known oh, for years. God. They do uh, cover songs and they kill it. They're like, everybody wants them every year. Cause they do all cover songs and they've been playing since we were in junior high school. They've been a band and they just, they just, they kill it.
3: they bull toddler is available if you need us. <laughs>
0: there you go.
3: Get it. Slapping
5: hey, you know, the bass,
0: know. man. I'm slapping the bass.
1: <laughs> Dave, you know, Mike's doing a little stand up now too. Did you
0: know that? No way.
1: Yep. He opened Are for you- me last time at side splitters. And he was like, I think I'm going to, I was like, all right. And I thought he was going to do all right. He went up and fucking killed for uh, 10 minutes.
0: You better have gotten so much info from Ralphie May over the years.
3: <laughs> I stole all this. As soon as he died, I took all those jokes he wrote in my house. And he used <laughs> all his material.
5: You
0: should, have, you should have hacked his computer because I know that's where you guys keep all your your jokes.
3: You yeah, have to. You got
0: to write all those things down. It's crazy. No, Larry the Cable Guy though. gave me the inside scoop. He's got thousands and thousands. Who was that? Keep. Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Oh, Larry! Yeah, uh, get her done. Yes. Peter
0: done.
1: done. Um, Dan, you gotta go, right? Yeah, I gotta get out of here. It was. Uh,
0: where are you going? Sleep on the couch? Yep. Yeah. Where are you go, going?
4: I gotta go lick the futon. Get these antibodies <laughs> up. Who? Where are uh, you? By the go. way,
1: what, what? What? Where? Where the fuck are you? That you? I'm in my having?
4: girlfriend's guest room at her apartment.
3: Oh. Where is she? Can we get a? Look? Can we get a look at her?
1: Dude, Dude his girlfriend. First room. of all. Call her in, dude. I want to see her. Yeah. You
2: know her. She's on the product. Get her in. in. Get, in. Get her happening. in. I gotta go. It's nice? wait, nice. Oh shit!
4: Pulling, out,
1: pulling out. me in the room, dude. Her, his girlfriend. You know her. She's she's famous too. Who is it? She's she's awesome. She's you. If you when you find out who she is, you're gonna be like, I fucking love her. She's the best. I feel well, like I, I should tell us it. now. Who's your
0: girlfriend,
4: Dan? Uh, Katie Nolan from ESPN.
0: Oh there you go.
1: Yeah. yeah. There you go. And
0: yeah, Dan is no
1: fucking joke, and I'm glad I found you when I did it. You, you must look uh, well uh, equipped. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh
2: I'll
4: take that compliment from David Wells. What a way to close out the fucking episode. There you and go. I love you, buddy. I Check out
5: my dreams and penis
0: nightmares, dude.
5: <laughs>
4: uh, Bobby, Check I love out. you. Calta, I love you. Gabby, hey, Good yeah, I love you too, buddy.
5: Fuck you. you.
1: Yeah, I love you, Shut Gabby. Out. Suarez, I don't know where the fuck <laughs> you went, David. Suarez is in the crowd in the back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> nice meeting you, man. Uh, this uh, was uh, Now we get to see his dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom. Yeah. Danny, yeah. Wow. I, love I love you, you dude. Guys. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye, buddy. I'll Check ya. out the Bonfire uh, uh, four nights a week, I believe. Five nights a week? Four nights. Monday through Thursday, four. 6 to 8 p.m. Monday Sirius through 40, XM. XM, one of the greatest shows on Sirius right now. Him and Big J and Billions every Sunday. Seven and episodes. Uh, and HBO. special. I'm so glad I found you, Dan. You are. You discovered me, Bobby. You, you Thank put, you. You let these wings
4: spread, baby. I love you right. guys. I'll see you later. I Bye. can't wait Bye. to
0: Bye. fire all this comedy act up. I love it.
4: Yeah, yeah, dude, fire it up. Get a whiskey. Damn fucking straight, water.
0: I am. We love comedy here. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. All right, I'll see you later, guys. Bye, I'll see Thank you later, you. man. Take care. Um,
3: you should start God with your best it. joke. You think on me and I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: think on me, I kick your ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love fucking Dan so what a He's the best. He's, he's just a, I mean, there is no, anytime he comes on anything, it's just fucking fluid he's just a fluid human being you don't have to ever do anything right he just goes i love him funny fuck his special's great too
0: so good. i mean you guys got to have i mean large stones and just because to get up on a stage i mean it's easy for us to pitch in front of 50,000 people we don't have to talk to them you know we, and we entertain them and then when we don't we get booed just like you guys would get booed but if nobody laughs at your shit I mean, to me, is that like the worst feeling when nobody kind of laughs at you at all?
1: I, I, bombed, at I bombed in front of 14,000 people at the, <laughs> at the Boston Garden. And, <laughs>
5: oh,
1: and it's, to hear, to hear 14,000 people not be quiet is one of the fucking shittiest feelings I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> to scream out some shit and just have them stare at you. And there's one guy going, keep going. I love it. <laughs> it's bad. And, I mean, and, I mean, look, bombing. Bombing is something you get used to as you get like now, like during the week when I bomb, I can kind of feel it and get into it because you're figuring out what the jokes work. But bombing when you're getting paid, when you're on a fucking show and it's your show, and you 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 can feel that bomb coming, and it's 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 terrifying. It's like it 's like crashing in a plane you because you literally feel your fucking plane going down and you're trying to pull up and nothing's working and uh, every you know every once in a while i'll pull up i don't bomb that much anymore, but it's it's a petrifying feeling to bomb in front of people, especially That's, fans
0: yeah i, I just I don't, I don't think I can thank God I was a baseball player because I, I couldn't hack it you know try, trying to be a comedian and then going out there and if your material isn't Epic. Yeah. I I don't know. I I'd be I'd be a fucking great drunk. <laughs> I'd be a hell drunk.
1: Yeah, it's funny because but when you do do good, I don't think there's anything in entertainment better than killing as a comedian. You know, I mean, go. You know, being a rock star is awesome. I get all that, but making people laugh to hysterics and then. Having them fucking flip All right, I'm out. Good night. What? That's that's a that's every thirty seconds making people fucking roll over in a chair laughing is a pretty awesome feeling.
2: First time I hosted at the Comedy Cellar, I bombed my ass off.
1: Oh, I was there.
2: Yeah, it was bad. Be- I literally was like, you know what? You know what? I'll get a job in marketing. I was like, it's good. I'm done. So what if
5: I would have
1: to- bombed?
3: Did you made to fund me, or would you have?
1: Oh, if you
2: bombed her- that night,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, I Bro, fucking, Stead. I would have fucking trashed you.
0: That's, that's <laughs> what friends do, though.
5: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. I would have went up on stage and been like, "Holy shit! Stick to the microphone. Listen." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would have we would have had some fun. But here's, I knew you weren't gonna bomb. Because here's the thing: is you're a funny. You're funny in the fucking sprinter on the way there. We make each other laugh.
3: Yeah. You know, also, so. I don't. It's all about confidence, and I don't care. So I, I, I wouldn't. Mm. I bomb that bomb. I that wouldn't give a fuck.
1: Right, yeah. I remember Gabby one night was fucking bombing, and then she went to crowd work, which was hel- that's always hilarious. When? Like, oh. You went, uh, so where are you from?" <laughs>
2: like, there was weird. one time at the cellar, I was literally like, "Ah, um, oh, you guys hate me. Where are you from?"
5: Yeah.
1: And I remember she started crowd work and the (laughs) they weren't having that. And it's like you got nowhere to go. Once the crowd work don't work, you're done. She was she was like, All right, you guys ready to start this thing? And they were like, Yep. Yeah,
2: please. (laughs) Well the thing, he let me host at the comedy cellar. Like truly way before I should have. So I was just like really getting my bombing stripes and then now it's fine. But
1: bomb bombing is the best thing because it it teaches you uh, how to just not give a fuck. So when you go up, once you bomb, you've already done it, you know? So now going back up is no. So then when you start getting laughs, like, Oh, this feels a lot better than that. Let me just
0: do this. So just, just take it. One show is like one at bat. You go 0 for 15. Do you quit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You think about it.
2: (laughs) You think think really hard about
1: it. You spend all night thinking about it. You know, it's so funny. I actually always thought I I, I played baseball as a kid. Uh, West Medford Little League. I caught the game-winning ball. Hillside beat West Medford for 10 years. I caught the game-winning ball slid into my knees, left field, caught it on my knees, sliding to win for the first time West Medford, beat Hillside first time in 10 years. I won it, slid, and then the whole team pig-piled on me and I cried because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and then they handed me a root beer and I had a root beer. I had no dad either. So nobody was there because my mother had to work. And uh, I was just by myself w- crying, walking home.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I know what it's like to be on the bottom of the pile. That's not very fun. It
1: sucks, Dave. It's not a good thing.
0: You think you're gonna die? That's what you're gonna do.
1: You really do. And it's not like football, where you have a helmet and there's a little air between the grass and your face. Baseball players, they pig pile, and was, it's it's terrible, right?
0: Yeah, we were in a, we were in Atlanta. We won the World Series in '92. And we, we went running out there, and I, on the way out, I slipped and fell, and I'm on my back, and somebody fell down on top of me, and their leg was right across my chest, and then here comes the whole team.
5: Oh. And I'm like,
0: I'm done. I couldn't move. And somehow I found myself to turn over, did a push-up, and knocked everybody off me. And I, I just, like, I didn't even enjoy the celebration, I because I thought I was dead. It
5: sucked.
1: It's yeah, like they bad. should ban the pig pile. The pig pile is fucking bullshit. No,
0: oh, <laughs> just be the smart pig. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go again. <laughs> Do what Paul O'Neill does and just jump on top of everybody so he's on the top.
1: It's the worst. You ever see the guy get up from the bottom of the pig pile? He just looks like he, he was fucking. It's just trauma. Uh-huh. That's you yeah. and me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like you just did this great thing and then you died. Has anybody yeah. ever died from a pig pile? I want to find out. I bet you said that.
0: Wouldn't that be died. a great story? But you know the best thing about it? We walked home with a root beer in our hand and, you know, nobody around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Man. Well, I wish I could button this jacket. <laughs> what size
5: is it?
0: Is it, is it a medium?
1: No,
2: <laughs> It's a schmextra large
1: It's schmextra. not a schmextra large It's a fucking, I think it's a medium I have this, this is my, one of my gold jackets um, I bought this jacket because I'm going to lose weight And uh, it's actually better than it was But I'm almost there But if you paid me nah. $10,000 right now to button this I'd have to give you your money back
3: Right now, <laughs> instead of seeing it all together We just see ton
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, how you had, do this. This whole thing, I have not. I've been eating like I haven't had bread in like almost two months. It's like I just oh. said, you know what? I'm going to get in shape. I said I'm going to get in shape. So I went on this retarded diet and I gained like ten pounds. And I was I didn't even eat ten pounds worth of food. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me! How do you how do you gain weight through a pandemic when you're not even eating? I mean, I'm I'm I finally went to my gym. Hey, God, I, I do I cardio. I do like, like probably six to 10 miles a day. Whoa. And yeah, and then I lift every other day, and I was like, I can't lose it. It took like four and a half weeks before I finally lost a pound. What were like, you what eating? What?
2: What were you eating?
3: It was ice cream. I, diet? Was
0: eating, I was having my protein shakes in the morning, but I fast like for 15 to 17 hours. I don't eat past seven thirty. Were you drinking? And, what?
1: Were you drinking?
0: Nope, no drinking, nothing, nothing, and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. And then finally, about about seven, eight days ago, it just went. So I've I've lost probably about fifteen, you know. But it, it took two good. months to lose fifteen pounds, which sucked.
1: Yeah, your body you, – I did the same thing. I did the, the Whole30 where you do that cleanse and you get rid of all the shit. But then there's a point where it just – it kicks in. Your body is is clean, and then it kicks in, and then you start just dropping weight.
0: Well, it's just your body holds – I guess it resists, whatever, and you just stay fat, and, and fat doesn't go anywhere. But I can gain 15 pounds in a weekend easily. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Oh.
1: Isn't it funny? I could gain thirty pounds this week if I wanted to, and then right now I lost weight, but I still look like a melted candle naked. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> our regimen back when I lived in Florida, we would go to Ebor. After Ebor, we'd go get a we get a, a dozen donuts at uh, Krispy Kreme, and then when we're dry eating those all the way down to uh, White Castle. Park crystals,
3: crystals. Uh, and we get
0: like a, a ten pack, and then go home. Get home about three three thirty in the morning, just. Obese, and then do it again the next night. <laughs> How do you lose weight there?
3: He's the worst because when he's drinking and eating, you're doing it with him. But then when he decides to go on a diet, then you're forced to do that as well. I remember when you, when you were in Manhattan, we'd we'd be like, oh, we're gonna go to the store, and you go, come on, we're gonna walk there. I'm like, it's like 42 fucking blocks in the winter, and you're like, come on, we gotta get in shape, we gotta walk. Like, yes,
0: yeah, it's, I it's, couldn't it's...
1: imagine Mike you walking 42 blocks. Must have took three days.
3: Yeah, but uh, no, because <laughs> I got to up with him. I'm, yeah, I'm a. i am move like a s- slow ship in the night. But
1: I call him. I call him. An, I call him the nonchalant elephant.
0: <laughs> that's but the he's the got a he brain voice. like an elephant. <laughs>
5: Are
1: right. you sure, you're Goddamn right. I can't remember genius. shit.
0: That's what. That's what kills me is I can't remember anything anymore. I told I my, right. you. Got. got to tell. We got to have a conversation. Or whatever, and you got to tell me everything that happened in the '90s and early 2000s.
3: (laughs) All right, I'll write that that book for you.
0: What's that? I'll
3: write that book for you.
0: Please just remind me of a bunch of stuff because I don't remember shit, dude.
3: What band did we? What band did I fight the security at backstage when we got kicked out? I thought I was going to lose my job, and Wells was like, if they fire you for this shit, I'll hire you. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> it was... It well, was. It was Snoop no, no, no. Uh, it was corn. Oh,
5: oh yeah, that's, that's perfect. Right. That's Fucking right. Corn. Oh, I was, I, I mean, I was that night too.
3: fist fighting with their head of security. And, oh, Why? It was, oh, it was a long story. They We were giving away passes to go on stage for a song, and then we, we were in a Rob Zombie meet and greet, so we were late to get to the passes, and the guy... Like, physically pushed us out, and uh, I don't like to be pushed, so <laughs> like, yeah, we'll fight. Yeah, but, we've had, but
0: we ended up hanging with them afterwards.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The band was cool, that it was a security good.
0: guy. What was that guitar player's name, Wookie or Woogie? Uh, Wookie, yeah, something like that. He was a stinky fucker, god damn, yeah, they all were. <laughs> Oh my god. He was a stinky guy, but man, that that was a great show. And how does how does DMX open up for for that?
3: I don't know. We no, that was we saw that was DMX and Limp Biscuit that we saw.
0: Oh, that's right. DMX is a cool dude. He was a trip. Love me.
3: DMX Limp Biscuit, yeah, we had a good time. We've seen so many fucking shows together.
0: That's the night I almost beat the shit out of Fred Durst. If he didn't have that big old bodyguard, I would have beat the shit out of that guy. Why? Why? Why he's a punk. He's a punk. Why? Why? Yeah, you know what? So I take that back. Limp biscuit. That's my That's eliminated.
5: Yeah.
3: They didn't influence anybody. <laughs> no,
0: he didn't. Yeah, he was Why, he was a what punk. did he do? So Kirk Gibson, his wife called me and she because you know, we Kirk and I talk all the time. I told him I was going to see uh Limp Biscuit and who was it? Limp Biscuit, DMX Limp Biscuit and
3: somebody else
0: who there was another band and
3: Uh, Godsmack
0: Godsmack that's right and and so she goes so Joanne calls me and she goes hey one of my son's friends is really sick and he's a big Limp Biscuit fan she goes do you think you can get your ticket signed by Fred and send it to him I'm like yeah no problem because we always got backstage in Tampa and so we were back in that room and his dressing room, and you know, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. So I, I I went over and I said, "Hey, Fred," I said, "Can you do me a favor? Can you sign this ticket for me? It's for one of my friends, uh, for uh, my friend's uh, friend. He's he's really sick, and he's a big fan." He goes, "I don't give a shit." That's what he said, Gabby. And I was just like, <gasps> and I "What just, a
2: fucking douche!"
0: Yeah, he goes, "I don't give a shit," and I was just like, "Oh." Then I just saw red and I went and that fucking big old bodyguard. He was huge. I mean, he he made he made Mike look small. And that's why that's probably why he had a bodyguard because if it wasn't for him, you I would've laid him out. He would have never sang again.
1: Dave. Dave. Dave, Guess what? He does he doesn't have a bodyguard now. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's
1: go let's go get that fucker.
3: You fight him at the punch out. (laughs) <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah there you go but we
3: were, no that,
0: that was like one of the shittiest things i could not say this kid's sick as can be and he goes i don't give a shit and i was just like wow what a punk what an absolute punk
3: fucking yeah, you everybody know. knows he's a, he's a douche everybody knows he's a douche every time we would go out together people would see me with dave they would just assume i was the bodyguard yeah. And I, and you were like, bodyguard. i go now and they're like are you sure and i'm like yeah punch him see if i fucking stop you i'm like
2: <laughs> go hit him i'd love and you to
3: we went <laughs> i remember we went to hogs and heifers one night and we walked up and there was this oh my mountain,
0: god that was the funniest there was a
3: mountain of a fucking i mean i'm a big guy to see another big guy a mountain of a guy with his back to us in a leather jacket and wells walks up to him and open hand and fucking smacks him right in the dead center of the back and the guy turns around like he knows he's going to kill somebody. And he looks and he sees his Dave and he goes, oh. and he goes, Dave goes, I'm not scared. You know why? Because you're big. My fucking friend cowhead here would kill you. And then Dave walked what? away and I'm like, I, I just leave me. <laughs> He did that to I, me so I many times. I hated
0: that one. Oh, I, I thought that sure this guy was going to go after Mike. I was yeah. just like, I was, we were so hammered that night. But, <laughs> you know, but I'm a happy drunk, so who cares?
3: You are a happy drunk, and people love you. I remember that night we were in the car, and you're fucked up, and you go, "Hey, you know who's in town? Let's call Jack Nicholson." And we're calling, <laughs> wrong down Jack Nicholson at four o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> I just, I think it's, I think it's like eight o'clock when I'm hammered all the time. So yes, it's okay to call anybody. Thank um, God those days are over.
3: No, <laughs> <well>, whatever. <laughs> Bring them
0: back. Bring them back. Uh, well, so once in a blue moon, I haven't drank through this whole pandemic. I might have a glass of wine here or there, and I see Le- I see Lexi and David posting all these different bottles of wine every night. Son of a bitches.
2: I I barely been drinking and I went home for three days and we got fucking hammered every night. Like it would be 6 p.m. And Lexi's like, here's a full vodka martini.
0: Jeez. They're animals. I I mean, I want to lose weight so bad, but it's like, that's why I'm not drinking. Oh yeah, they don't eat. I'm not drinking. So I guess I should not eat for two days and then drink.
2: That's what, that's the Brian diet is you don't eat at all and you drink yeah. one mi- muscle milk and then you drink all night.
0: Is that the, is that the, well, he's got good genes. He, he's, he can hula hoop in a Cheerio. Yeah. 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 So yeah, us fat guys, we gotta, we gotta take it easy because I, I kid you not. I gained, it was a Friday night and I weighed Monday and I gained, I think it was 12 or 13 pounds Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> I gained like 13 pounds. And it took me like six months to lose it.
3: That's like a superpower.
0: Oh, dude. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Talking about going big. Yeah. <laughs> we can go big.
3: You I just wish time, I man. had
0: my, my 15-year-old body again.
3: <laughs> I was thinking I, about the other day about uh, how we met. I don't know if you remember, but I, I, I was living in Miami for the summer it was the summer of 1995, or maybe 94, and you had just... What, what year did you go to the Yankees?
0: That was 95.
3: Okay, so I'm in Miami packing up my shit, and I got CNN on the background, and they're doing this piece on Dave, and I, and I had heard his name before, but I didn't know anything about him, and they're like, Wells, who likes to drink and blah, 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 suffers from the gout when he drinks beer, and when we ask Wells, what happens when the beer will get too much for the gout, and they interview Wells, and Wells goes, well, then we switch to vodka. <laughs> I turn around, and I
5: look at him. I go, that
3: guy's fucking great.
5: Uh, and, uh, then,
3: uh. and then, like, uh, a couple months later, I'm at a bar in Ebor, and you roll up with Hans up to the bar, and I'm like, that's a fucking guy from the TV? I just saw him on TV. <laughs> and then we like, you know, were drinking together.
0: That was great. That yeah. was a good friendship, because when you parted from that other dude, yeah. that piece of shit, and, and it was... <laughs> You know then it was it was all rock and roll then because we've done you know done to some- me when you're around certain people you get bad influences from them remember what was that party the Maxim party remember
3: i chased his ass out of there yeah party. yeah, yeah. But, i'm sorry you know, it was too. always good that one of us was always a little sober to control the other one because i remember that there we were times remember I, I, was, uh, I have this thing that I do when I'm really fucking drunk and we're out somewhere is I go in the bathroom and I sit in the stall and I just go to sleep in the stall.
2: And I was <laughs> I'm in done that. I've done that.
3: Oh, I was in there passed out, and I hear, I hear I'm hear i passed the fuck out. I'm not throwing up, but I just pass out, and all of a sudden I hear, just fucking leave him alone. I'll get him, and I open my eyes. And there's all these security guys in front of me, and Wells is pulling. And he goes, I got him. I got him, and he picks me up. And he carries me out of the building. I was like, uh, thank you one night the year was that
0: you're right. so
1: that was that was a side. <laughs> He carried yeah, you well,
2: he fired like a baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like like
0: Exactly. Oh, that was an easy carry for
5: me. <laughs> that was
0: an easy carry. But no, the, the the security guard was in there, and he was he was getting a little pissed off. And I, I told him, so I got in an argument with the guy. I said, "Get him!" I said, "Just get the fuck out of here." I'm. I got him. That's my boy. And you're not touching him. So we got That's him up there, but, but yeah, he went and hid. And for a big guy, you would think that he he's. He can't, he can't roll that big. I
3: Sometimes <laughs> my body needs to take a break. That's all. It, just needs, it doesn't want to quit. It just needs to rest for a little bit.
0: Mm. But you were in there for like an hour and a half. Bro.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Make I, I, a nice siesta. And I make a decision to do it too. I don't pass out. I go, I'm just going to go to sleep for a little
0: while. <laughs> you know what? You're a smart man. Yeah. You're a smart man doing that.
2: It's a union I mean, break.
3: He always takes care. There have been times where I've woken up. And I've had to like look off a balcony and try to figure out where I was and how I got there and where my car is and all that stuff. So at least i i know I'm always safe.
0: There you go. Always got to have a wingman to watch out for you.
3: Dude, I—I yeah. I gotta tell you, I hope you come back here because we got—we got some fun now. Because when you were here, I never had any money. Now I got a little money. We can do stuff together. I could actually pay for a meal.
0: Now, do you, now do you live out in North Tampa still?
3: No, I live in in Cheval and Lutz.
0: Oh, you do. Yeah. Cause we found, we found a place that we want to buy in, uh, in, uh, Odessa.
3: Oh, which dude, is right 10 here. minutes away.
0: I know we found the property that we want. And, uh, and I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to lose that property cause it's a cool property, but you know, we got to sell this place here first. Are you and call then Nina the said 2020? the other day, she goes, <laughs> she goes, maybe we'll just get it anyways. And I'm like, yeah, like money's growing on trees, woman. <laughs> what but, are
3: uh, you? Do you have the place in Florida Beach still? The condo?
0: Yeah, the condo there. Yeah. I fucking live there. Well, how many houses do you need? No, it's just well, that's her, her babe. That's the Babe Ruth. That's the Babe Ruth house. Oh, okay. So, condo. Yeah. So that's the hat money. But uh, no, I would sell my house here. If I sell my house here, then we're we're, we're it's easy. But you know, when you're in a big house and in a pandemic, ain't nobody want to buy something. True. This place is stellar, and they came in, they would want to buy all this. It ain't going. This is all going with me.
3: Well, you can come here, here and stay shit. in the. You can come here and stay in the Bobby Kelly suite if you'd like, whenever you like.
0: All
1: right. Yes. Why don't you, Dave? Dave, get a house with a guest house. I'll just live with Dave, Mike. That's fine. All
2: roommates.
1: I'll, I'll take care of your pool. Whatever you need. Well, me and you. I don't drink. I'm sober for a long time, but I can eat. We'll go
0: fucking eat. Can you garden?
1: I'll yeah. Look at me. Of course I'll garden. I'll bring Mush with me. He can garden.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no man. But you probably become vegetarians and you eat all my plants.
1: Me <laughs> a vegetarian? Dude, I, I ate a whole stick of salami last night by myself on a
5: couch.
0: Ew. Is that the metabolic diet?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: here. You can have some venison sausage.
1: I told Mike if you cut my calf open, it looks like a sopra <laughs> It's a
2: little spicy. Hey, hey
0: Bobby, have you ever had have you ever had duck sausage?
1: Oh, no, but it sounds beautiful.
0: Well, duck on down here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> there's my joke. <laughs> uh,
3: hey, can, we, can we come uh, sorry, to the ranch I, I, and I, kill I'm something? Comedians. Can we, can we come to the ranch and kill something one day? Yeah,
5: whatever. I has like to a be in them. November.
0: I want to come in November. Ke- September, I got to go to – I'm going to New Mexico for elk. And then October, I'm going to Alaska for moose. And then November, I got uh, I'm wide open November December.
1: So I want to kill man. a pig.
0: Those are kill yourself. But man, they're so good.
1: Yeah, I want to kill a pig, man. I want to kill a uh, wild boar. That you do down
3: here. That's the one thing I've shot so far is a is a wild boar.
1: I don't want to kill a deer.
0: Take it to Outback and have them smoke it for you.
3: Oh, dude, I'm a smoker now. I got a big green egg. I cook everything. I do too. I got
0: the Traeger. Oh, Traeger's are great. Your dad has a bunch of deer in the back of his property.
2: Oh, yeah. You could shoot them off our um, porch.
3: I don't want to shoot deer. Deer are too cute. I, I got
2: deer. I don't want to.
1: There
2: are rats here. There are rats in New Jersey. I,
1: I don't want to eat a Jersey deer. I wanna, I they, taste like, a-
2: they taste like cigarettes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I leave in the morning and it's like a. it's like a, a pancake. It's like a fake lawn. I got a family of deer. They eat the grass. They look at me. I go, hi. And then they go right back to eating. They don't even move.
2: My parents shoot BB guns at them. At the deer? Yeah, to get them away.
0: That's funny. No, oh, no. I'm putting an arrow in them. I'm like, they're going to be on back straps. They're going to be right on the, on the grill.
3: Can you dress it?
0: I do everything, yeah.
3: I don't know how to. I got to learn how to do that. So when we I know
1: how to guys. do
0: it. I made Nina gut her first deer. She hunts. She's a big. big bow hunts. And she will not touch it. She'll go out there, take a picture with it, and then they should go, got yes. it, clean it, skin it, do whatever. So last year, I finally got her to get her hands bloody. She finally did it.
2: Oh, I my God, Nina. It. I know how to it's, feel, it's here.
0: It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Once you do it, then it's like riding a bike. It's, it's pretty
2: simple. I have a childhood I've- memory, like a traumatic memory of my dad stripping a deer in front of and making us all watch
1: you sure there wasn't a fat it fan <laughs> <laughs> it, was
2: a fa- it was a fat middle-aged fan it
1: was a girl yeah, it was a fat movie. fan that fake just-
2: boobs off first
1: she <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just had in the living room <laughs>
2: you have to cut off her leather pants because she's like kept them on
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> no it's 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 that's the fun about about hunting is you get there you get to harvest it you know and then it's just all the, the little details and then you cut it up, you quarter it up, and then you, I had a grinder. I made my own burger, you know, my own cuts and all that stuff. I got, I bring about five, 600 pounds of venison home every year. Wow! Uh, you should see us in the airports. So Lars, Nina, Brandon, and I, so we each get two coolers each and it's classic. I mean, we're, we're rolling down the airport with eight coolers full of venison. and <laughs> It's pretty awesome.
5: It's pretty odd, and we
0: go through it every year. But a lot of it, I, you know, about two hundred pounds of it, I do for my uh, for my golf event. So I do venison tacos on the golf course for everybody. So which is pretty cool.
3: Mail some Uh, to your chubby friends in Florida.
0: Well, I'll just bring some when I come back. Do it. If I can get on a plane and come back to Florida, I'd do it right now.
3: All right. Well, do it because I'm bored. of looking
0: at this place. if you want a house Come on down. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's not hot and humid like it is in Florida. It's, you know, it's 72 and sunny almost every day. You know, we got a little bit of uh, May gray, but that's, hovers over the five. The five, I five to the ocean is May gray, but east of the I five is the desert. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. But it's good for us if you want to get your tan on, but you know, at least you're not. Hum, the humidity is nowhere near Close. Florida, yeah. or even the, the whole East Coast. That's what sucks about the East Coast—it's humid. Yeah. No, I can't
3: stand it. Well, dude, it's, it's great to catch up with you. Yeah, likewise. Dude.
1: It, was, it was great to meet you, man. Great to uh, talk to you. I heard look, so much look, great the shit fuck about
0: fuck you. This we back. We got a gopher. He, <laughs>
1: he, he has to he's the one he's the only one that can end the show um listen i gotta i have a baby shower to go to uh on, on zoom, zoom? Yes. yeah i'm sick to my stomach right now. now um yes i fucking rachel Feinstein's having a baby shower. she wants is she to having go. a baby uh yeah she's having a baby yes so oh i love I, I have to go to a baby shower i was supposed to be there on 20 i don't even know what the i don't even i'm a guy i I don't,
0: whatever
2: yeah but that's a comic baby shower you're just gonna be fucking ro- it's gonna be this
0: you know what's weird is that picture you showed the other day on instagram or whatever it was gabby you were the baby i thought you had a baby i'm like nina did gabby just had and i didn't
1: know that so she many president. people
2: so many people me call that. me <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so funny
3: i do I that too so, i was so. like she had a fucking baby and nobody told me this
5: yeah, oh, i, I, I had
0: saw tag her baby. in a video like about a month ago, and she's. You and, uh, is that, who's the other, is that your boyfriend?
2: Zach? No, that's my gay roommate.
0: Okay. So anyways, you guys were doing something and then you weren't pregnant. I'm like, now she has a baby? I'm confused. I almost (laughs) called your dad. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't you tell me she's pregnant? Uh,
2: No, that's a union baby. She goes,
0: no, that's for her show. She's (laughs) a baby mama in her show. And I'm like, duh.
2: I gave full birth. That's
0: great. Um, How was that? No epidural?
2: No epidural, just a a nice fat check.
3: No vaginal stretching. No.
0: (laughs) C-section, no pain, no shots.
2: No No scar.
3: Well, hey, have fun at your fucking baby shower.
0: No doubt.
1: I mean, what the fuck am I going to (laughs) do?
0: Tell baby jokes.
1: Yeah. What am I going to do? Tell dead baby jokes. Ooh. Dead baby. Oh, that's gonna fly, Gabby. You
3: know what? Take off all your clothes and and come into the seat. and
1: look like a baby.
2: Look yeah. like a baby. Wear a diaper.
0: Oh yeah. Put yeah. put a diaper on and then
5: uh-huh.
0: shit. Well, your head's already shaved, and have a bottle with those glasses on. Yeah, yeah keep no the glasses shirt, on. A diaper and a bottle.
1: I look, I look like Baby Boss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: that would uh, be great.
3: She, she wishes
2: looks like her a Cupid
3: baby. He wishes her baby's born with those sexy lips.
0: Hey, Mush, will you be quiet!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, makes me happy that he fucking gets Mush's vibe right away.
5: Oh, geez.
0: <laughs> He's uh, sporting right now. He's sporting.
1: <laughs> uh, um, I'm Dave, what do you, uh, you got? Nice what do you got, Dave? What you got? You got a sh- podcast? You got anything we can check out? What are you doing? Radio, TV. What are you doing? You you doing anything? We can go check on in on you. I ain't doing shit.
0: I just, just about about Twitter Twitter. to on Twitter and talk to all the fans. Twitter.
5: Twitter and
2: on Instagram again. too.
0: I do the Instagram more more so the Twitter because what I've been doing is like since I've been going through all this crap, I'm finding stuff and an abundance of it. So I'm oh. I'm I'm signing it all. I I, yeah. I post it on Twitter through my foundation and then I've been. I've been giving money to first responders in New York here in San Diego, so helping out the the first responders.
2: What's the handle? What's that? Oh, it's it's Boomer Wells 33. That's your handle.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, no, me I got a handle, a bunch of handles over there at the bottom. Oh,
2: get send some to me.
0: I got so much.
1: Let know. me know oh, when you uh, let me know when you find a Datejust Rolex with a Jubilee bracelet and a, a fluted bezel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A skin-fluted bezel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll take you, just rub. It, it'll grow. Big old <laughs> diamonds.
1: At, You got mush on that one, too. He finally fucking showed an emotion. Uh, <laughs> uh, you had to go blue, Dave. That's what you had to do. You to go blue. Uh, right. uh, Gabby, you got uh, so much shit. You got a movie, you got your show, you got your other show.
2: Biggest thing is I just started a Patreon. So sign up for my patreon.com slash unabashed and listen to Unabashed Podcast and follow me on Instagram and Twitter, which is at Gabby is Brian.
1: Gabby is Brian. And uh, of course, my Calta Calta, uh, show, my Mr. Calta's show every day, the hottest show in Florida, number one show in Florida, and my number one best friend.
5: Uh Perfect.
3: At Calter and Kelly on Instagram.
1: At Calder yeah. and Kelly on Facebook. That's
3: right.
5: New
0: lovers. Right? You got a new, new lovers. lovers they have
3: sex. Listen they when. Do that right. When angry when sex you, too. I, I had to replace you with somebody. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that's
0: true. Wow, that's dark. They got also go angry sex because they're big gonna... guys and they can't penetrate.
1: Yeah, I'm it's gonna... difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that that now I know why you're mad at me that I shaved my goatee because now I don't look like Dave.
3: Don't look like Dave. Yeah, I can always shave okay. it. It's great anyway, so.
1: I'll grow it back for you, all right, Bubula.
3: All right, I'll rub it.
1: Bubula. <laughs> okay. Mush, what do you got besides a shitty disposition?
3: Add Mike Suarez on Instagram.
1: Yep. There you, there you go, man. The mush, Dave. It was great wow. talking to you, Patreon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh this has been a great fucking show. Uh I can't. I can't believe we got Dave. I'm so happy that everybody knows each other. And now Dave, I, I know you. Dave.
0: Love you too. And, uh,
1: I'll uh hopefully back on soon. We'll see you guys next time. And you know what, dude? We'll see you later. You've been listening to
5: the YKWd podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs.